Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 120 and it is Tuesday, May 15th, 2018. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's good, y'all? Yes, and joining us, we have a very special guest in the studio. We have the stand-up comedian and the co-host of the FEO podcast. <laughs> yes. uh, you know him as Lad Dennis Lopes. Yes, yes, Lad Dennis Lopes, a.k.a. Bad Lad, a.k.a. Voice of the City, and that's the end of my aliases. So. Sure, there ain't no that, more. I was, I was oh, there's plenty more. There's plenty more. There's way more. There's way more. That just... That this all that it just goes deeper into the circles that I run with that song. So. But thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Oh man, thanks for coming on. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man. We definitely have a lot of well, some some stuff to talk about. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yep. Yeah, stuff in the nerd nerd culture. Uh, stuff that's been popping on memes as of late. Okay. Um, yes. Oh yeah. yeah so well, it, is what I, it is what I had to get my slander in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Some some trailers for movies coming out, some movie related news, all that good stuff, all that good stuff. Very cool. Yeah. So uh Carl, as you're setting up the the news feed, sharing the episode, uh tell us what you've been up to, man. Not really much. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um I started reading the um Day, X Men Days of Future Past comic oh. from back from what, nineteen eighty? Yeah. Was it? So yeah, because I'm like I've seen the movie like plenty of times it shows up on cable now mm-hmm. so whenever right. it's just on i'm just like yep it's one it's one of them saturday afternoon time swallowers yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and then yeah. when i work overnights too it's yeah. on yeah i'm throwing it on so i'm like i always wanted to see the difference between the comic and the um and the actual movie right. yeah um a lot of focus on kitty pride mm-hmm. in the beginning but i'm still like in the, i'm still in the beginning so more of it, more of that to come in. And I revisited a classic. Funny how we have a comedian on. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Ah, yeah, that was his first stand-up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was. Well, that was his first, um, his first special, his first video. You know what I mean? First, HBO, HBO, yep. HBO special, and that was his. It was first. He had he had a um, an album out. Eddie Murphy comedian, mm-hmm. prior to that, but it was just on cassette and vinyl. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was his first. Feature like you know what I mean, not in the theaters, but HBO, which was you know major enough at the time because that was you know cable was just becoming household. Mm-hmm. Very there was more at that time. There was more homes without HBO than actually had HBO. Oh wow, that was right around the first cable box. Prior to that, HBO uh, had a box on the back of the TV. Mm-hmm. You, flip, you had to go to Channel 3 and flip a switch. Yep. <laughs> and all you got was HBO. Wow. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah man. You took so, it back. The only way yeah. you can play video games is on Channel 3. Three, right. Yep. Right. Channel 3 was, was the hub, man, for a while. That Channel 3 was input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was the original <laughs> input. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yo, 30 years later, still holds up. Yeah. Oh, when he started talking about his father, talking about this is my house. Yeah, I'm in tears. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's, it's um, it's someone who definitely studied under under the. We all studied under Pryor back then. Mm-hmm. Even I wasn't thinking about a, being a comedian back then. I was just a kid, but we knew who the God was at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that, and it was rich. You know what I mean? He that still was, holds the title like to this day. He's my goat. Yeah, he's my goat because if you if you sit and listen to a lot of black comics from 80, from Delirious, yeah. 
from delirious to at least the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear a lot of material that may not be verbatim, but goes right back to Rich. Mm-hmm. Right back. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Be it content, be it setup, be it actual punchlines. You there's a lot of something like, cause I like that's before I even got in the game. I studied Rich Cole, mm-hmm. like Cole. I have my wife brought me the complete box set of her, of his when he was signed to Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. which is basically everything he did. Yeah. So I have everything. Mm-hmm. I have everything he's ever done, and and, and put out for mass production. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's and I've listened to it over and over. And a lot of it I had because my dad collected it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I was like, most most kids my age, we, our parents had it, and we played it when our parents weren't home, mm-hmm. and that's how I got acclimated to it. And once I got older, I took, my father start, stopped listening to vinyl, mm-hmm. and I took the vinyl, and at that time, I was pursuing a rap career, so that stuff went to my DJ's house, and we would use the lyrics, and you know what I mean? Chop them up in the hooks and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, he's in, he's influential just from the... He's a cultural icon. Right. Oh, yeah. He's not a comedic icon. He's a cultural icon. Yeah, there's and no denying about Right, so... No denying So, yeah, like, you know, it's it's not far-fetched to say a lot of influence, you know, when you hear a lot of folks. Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin will tell you, quick to tell you that. You know what I mean? His influence is heavy rich. You can tell by the way, what he talks about, how he talks, you know what I mean? Um... But definitely, definitely my goal. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever heard a comedian like say that Richard Pryor wasn't there, that they wasn't influenced by Richard Pryor. Mm. Only one that I could probably say I can say that wouldn't have to say that is Paul Mooney. Are you, I'm sure you know Paul yeah. Mooney. Now Paul Mooney used to write for Rich. Correct. Mm. So if you go back on some of those, on some of those of um old albums, you see written by Richard Pryor and Paul Mooney. You know what I mean? And I saw Paul Mooney, first time I saw Paul Mooney, I knew who he was, but I didn't see him until later. I always knew who Paul Mooney was, but then I saw him live, ironically enough, opening up for Eddie Murphy. Now, this was when uh, Raw dropped, mm-hmm. and Another classic. he did a national tour before the movie dropped. He did yeah. a Raw tour, right? Mm. and he came to Providence Civic Center, which is now the Dunkin' Donuts Center. I still call it the mm-hmm. Civic Center. Right, mm-hmm. Civic Center. And Mooney opened up for him and smashed. My dad, was, my dad brought me. I was 17. I think I had just turned 17 for my birthday. And nice. I watched Paul Mooney and Raw before it hit the theaters. That's fire. Yeah. Wow. There, there, was some <laughs> other, like, there was some other jokes that, that didn't make the cut for, for the movie mm-hmm. that he did. Like, oh, man. But it was, it, was something I, it was something that, again, it didn't make me want to do comedy. But it it, it, must have, it must have planted a seed. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because I didn't do it until I did it when I was twenty, twenty one. Yeah, I dabbled in it, and I was awful. Mm. I did okay, but looking back on it, like somebody sent me a um, DVD of one of the f- only times I performed stand up in my twenties, and I was oh, they laughed. But I was watching it like this. Like, yeah. Ooh, I was. I mean, if I was. I, w- I wanted to go back in time just so I could boo myself. Really? Oh, oh that, yes. That. Yep, yeah. Wow. Yes. Yep. Get off the stage. Try rapping. 
get a jump shot, something. To, no. Like, but, you know, full circle, here we are, you know? So. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But stage, I've always been uh, drawn to the stage since my mother put me in acting classes when I was like six or seven. And then she stopped. And then she passed away when I was 11. And then hip-hop became too... That's what I gravitate towards because I grew up in the time, the 70s. I was born in the 70s, so. Right. Up until 10 years old, we didn't have hip-hop. So I definitely remember a time when it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And then being able to jump on board at, at its inception and... You know what I mean? So yeah, I honestly wish I was like around that time because I'm a I'm a I'm young, but I'm I'm a retired b boy. Well, okay. Yeah. So okay, like, smooth. so going back, and I had like a great teacher, a mentor. Shout out to um Keebler, DJ Donnie Battle now. Salute, absolutely. <laughs> you had a real right good teacher. <laughs> so like, I mean, we I would always, I always say like I was taught well. Like he. I mean, I got so many like opportunities. Like, man, I used to compete in his um spin factor competitions. Yep. Um, I was, yeah, I ended up meeting like JoJo, the founder of the Rocksteady crew, of uh, Frosty Freeze. I, I took a picture with him. It's, right. I mean, and that's what, yeah. and that's the part that you know, um, it's tough for me to discuss hip hip hop in a in a debate format mm. with yeah. a younger generation because it's tough because. Nobody understands when I say, can you imagine a time when there was something very integral, not just to your life, but to life itself, right. when it didn't exist. And you being able to go through that inception and watch its growth. And you, it, you know what I mean? And that's the thing. It's, it's, that's something that, those, those memories, living that in the moment and then being able to retrospect all of that, it's unreal. It's unreal. Like, I remember being 10 years old and, well, not 10, like around 12, going up in my early teens and arguing with my uncles and my dad, like, to the point of tears. Because they would say things like, this is a fad in three years. Nobody's ever going to hear this again. And, like, mm -hmm. you didn't have much of a leg to stand on because it was still in its infancy. Right. Mm -hmm. But you knew. You just knew in your heart, like, when I go outside and I, when I'm with my friends, when I'm with people that I meet, of my peer group and the way we receive this 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 this, this thing, we don't even know what it is just yet. We're not really calling it hip hop. It just we're calling it rap. We're calling it breaking. We're calling it the elements, but we we haven't got this big umbrella where we just put this stamp on it yet. You know what I mean? Right. And mm -hmm. it's just like, but you just gotta be there to know. You know what I mean? If you're not there, and it's just you know what I mean. It's 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 similar to the internet. Yeah, it's very similar to the internet that. in how it has touched the world, how it's become the 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 it it, it predates internet where in and as whereas it became the universal language. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it really has spread out across the world and not and not rap, I mean hip hop. I mean yeah. all of the elements. Because all the elements are still alive everywhere else but here because it's not the cash cow. Mm. You know what I mean? We're built on capitalism. That's why rap is considered hip hop. But 
I know we got other shit to talk about. So <laughs> don't get me on my rant. No, hey, psh, listen, listen. A podcast is a conversation. We just go all in. Well, yeah. we didn't. Listen, if you get a chance, check out Almost Dope. Uh, salute to Anna Gonzalez and uh, Jeff Matthias, uh, two Brown students, Brown alum, right. mm-hmm. Brown alum who fell in love with the Rhode Island hip hop scene during mm-hmm. their matriculation at Brown, and wanted to do a documentary about about it, about the history of the Rhode Island hip hop. <clears throat> and um, they, on the deficiency side, they weren't able to tell the story as thoroughly as they would have liked to. Right. There are integral pieces and people missing their uh, integral story and as such stories and, and the like. Um, but given what they had and the time restraints that they had, they did a great job. And the name of it is called Almost Dope. And um, it reflects, like, I didn't understand the title at first. And then I went to the premiere and watched it. And then when I walked out, because a lot of guys are like, Almost Dope, you know, they. They, they they look at it as a shot, you know what I mean, towards right. Rhode Island. And when you watch it, you realize it isn't about not being dope. It's about every story that's told about how they got this close to the brass ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They got this close to being right up there with all the heavy hitters. <clears throat> and certain, you know... Everybody tells this story about how they got this close, and some of some of it was jail time. Some of it was um, growing older and just seeing different priorities and just kind of moving forward. And but everybody has their own story, and it's like almost dope. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When it dawned on me, I was like, I, yeah, like, I need to check. I like yeah, this. yeah, I've been wanting to check that. And it's out pretty too. cool. It's on YouTube. Oh, is it? So, yeah, it's okay. On YouTube. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, that. What else I've been up to? Playing, still playing God of War. All right. God, I love that game. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that game is... See, my, um, my, my, uh, my video game days are behind me. Um, my marriage kind of <laughs> <laughs> slowed down. Yeah, that's right. Like my girl um, standing when I But I have game. a 17-year-old, and um, he is, right now, he's in the Fortnite craze. Mm. Fortnite, um, um, NBA 2K, Madden. I'm a Madden head. And as I was, I was a uh, my my I, I had PlayStation for years, and I only bought three games for like really for like fifteen years. I only bought three games <laughs> for the most part, like on on a, on a yearly rotation. Yes. You know what I mean? Live Madden and Madden, right? Tekken, uh, Metal Gear, and Gran Turismo. Oh wow! The first two Gran Turismos, mm. loved them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love the first two. Love the first two. And then after that, I was just like, eh, just kind of. I didn't mind five. You didn't? I didn't mind five at all. To me, five got back to the, to to the, the original. Yeah, to the original. But I like it because to me, it is truly, I don't care what they say about all the rest, it's truly the, the, the true simulator. Mm, you is. know what I mean? It's the yeah. simulator. not Because everybody says simulator and they just think about just the driving. The garages, what you can do with, you know, how you build your car. That's and, what made, yo, that yeah, that was like, what made, yeah, that was what mm-hmm. made the se- you know, made the series. And I got into it oddly enough. Um, uh, a friend of mine was um, his mom used to um, house students from Bermuda who would come here to go to uh, New England Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and there was a kid that that we got real close to and hung out with us, and he was all into that shit. Like you know, and he would te- he, you know we would we would uh, do Turismo, and we you know we go through the specs and soup them up, but we'd ride like NASCAR, we'd race like NASCAR, mm-hmm. and he showed us how to race the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like mm-hmm. and finesse your way and not muscle somebody out of the way and learn how to take corners and, and, and shorten your time and that kind of shit. And so once we got to that level, it was like, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did I did, I would do I would do like that was pre marriage, so <laughs> I, I would do the tour de France. Oh, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and of course on on video game it doesn't take twenty four hours, of course, but it takes it's it's a third of the day. Mm-hmm. It's a third of the day easy. If you want to eat and stay hydrated, <laughs> it's a third of the day. You know what I mean? And if you smoke, then it's a little longer. <laughs> oh, <I guess>. So <laughs> it was anywhere from like eight to 12 hours for me. You know what I mean? But See, you smoke that much? <laughs> no, not that much smoking, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, man. Like you, do, you, you it's, a, it's a 24-hour race. Right. Mm-hmm. Really, in real yeah. life. But it's, con- you know, they scale down for the video game, of course, or the track. So mm. to do that track, oh, yeah, you need to hit the bong. That's, yeah, that, that's pretty much all games nowadays. Like, yeah, right. Because I right. still haven't beat Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm still working. Listen, that game is long. It is. <laughs> that game is like fun. Metal Gear was my like, and I, I'm always I've always been a PlayStation head. Yeah, always, I've, still, I've never been a you know, and all my friends had other shit. You know, the Cube and. The Xbox stuff and all that other stuff, but I've always been PS, so I've been partial to. That's what I like about Tekken. I love Tekken. Love Tekken. No, I liked about Tekken because Tekken was one of the first uh, combat games that that, that countered. Mm-hmm. That counted. Oh, when I when you when you could do that when the block and the L one at the oh, same yeah. time and catch. Oh my! Especially if you got King or Armor King because he got all that Lucha Libre counter shit. Oh my! Are you kidding me? King, For I hours. Knew, I knew how to work King. But he wasn't my favorite. No, he, he he was my favorite to watch. Like if somebody was oh, okay. good at him, I could watch him. But I, he wasn't he wasn't the one I was best with either. Who was your best character? Uh, Guarang. Well, I like him because I could t- that was, I could ten hit combo with him. Yeah, he had the easiest ten hit combos for me. You know what I mean? And he was just super quick. Mm-hmm. Kyle's on the chin. Didn't have a lot of power, but if ten of these are coming, if all ten of these are coming at you, that's cool. And, and you know, mm-hmm. ten hit combos. If you can get a ten hit combo off. There's a good chance you'll win it because somebody's aggravated on the other end. Okay, Law yeah. was my guy. Law was my guy too. And Kyle yep. Chapman says that he's the Tekken goat. You okay. got my scream that you got. You got my game attack though. I'll put it on. To, I'll Twitch streaming it. I'm Twitch streaming too. Mm-hmm. Paul Phoenix, the god. <laughs> Paul was cool. Paul was a cheater. Paul was too Paul was dope. Paul was yeah. Paul was dope. That was too much power for one white man to have. Like for real, <laughs> for real I agree. But he was dope. He, I mean, he was another one that could counter. He was. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Lay. Lay. I like. Yep. Lay was dope too. Lay was Mastered dope. Many styles. He was like yeah. one of the hardest guys to master. Because right. He had many styles built into one character. Yeah. And I liked um, uh, Xiaoyu mm-hmm. from the females. Okay. I just like the style. I just like the style. She had a dope style. She didn't have a lot of power either, but she had a dope style. She couldn't count. What aggravated me with her because she was always so low. Right. That's what I liked about her. So you're like, you had to like constantly low kick. Right. And I knew how to roll out of that. And man, listen. That's why you got to get into fighting games, Vic. I played a little bit of Tekken. Tekken 7. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I let you be. Because <laughs> I made you play it. Yeah. yeah no, I, and I was there from his inception. Yeah. And I think the last one I, I, last one I got was a uh, six. Six, last seven. One I, had, I had and with the intent to play. And, but since then, it's just. Seven's dope. You know, what I, you know what I got? Because I have two, two fours. One needs to be repaired. The, the plug, it kind of it's kind of in. Oh, okay. Simple shit. I'm yeah. just lazy and ain't been nowhere to get it to send it out. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my son got the other four. Then I got a three that that I actually use because my wife and I play Jeopardy on it. Okay. She and she's a like she's like she she um she does she takes the Jeopardy test and shit like mm-hmm. she's. She, yep. she, she geeks out on the ship. Shout you know out to I mean? Lisa. Yeah, yeah, and she's yo, like she has um an app called J Interactive, where you, where you put in the the um categories, as you watch, mm-hmm. and you play against the first really? of the what yeah, yeah, and and you kind of gauge how well you do. Like they they say the to get optimum, to get you know optimum comparison, you don't you you when you hit a when daily double comes, you don't do the daily double. You just do it for whatever the value is. Right. But she's won. Like, there's times where she's won by that format. There's times she's lost by it, too, but, it, like, it's... And it's just pretty wild. So, like, yeah, man. And it's funny because, um, like, we like we we do that sometimes, like, if, we, if we're at home, at home date night. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll do Jeopardy. We'll play Jeopardy for right. shots. Right. So we'll do a category. Like, the, the rules are you got to stay through the category and start from the bottom and go through, and then when we finish category, knock back a shots. So by the time Devil Jeopardy rolls, <laughs> <laughs> now is she but, making the drink? Is she making the shots, or are they just no? Okay? I'm making my own, okay. but, but but she knows like everything's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Lisa's you know, Lisa's, so. Lisa's a friend of the family. She's our favorite bartender. Yes, she is, and she is. She geeks out about bartending too. She is very um, knowledgeable about. Bartending. She is. She runs a bartending business. She teaches bartending. She teaches bartending to teachers who want to teach bartending. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. So she can get you certified as a bartender. She can get you certified as a teacher to teach bartending. Hmm. So you know what I mean, and all the like. So she just oh. yeah. And a quick side note, Kyle said because he he accepted my Tekken challenge, <clears> but then he goes, actually, no bet. God of War is crack. It won't let me beat the addiction. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you what, and I only seen trailers. I can see why. Yeah. Like God of War, it seems like every year, cause you know, it, yeah. and you know, while I can't get to this stuff like I'd like to, I try to stay up as much as possible. Yeah. Like when E three comes on on Spike, I'm I'm glued to it, and just so I can just be able to just Listen. touch a little bit. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And every year when they show that God of War trailer, I'm like, how the hell? Do they and it, it, it's like better, better. It's yeah, not like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. With the it's game like, is like whoa. there's no um, like cinema breaks. Right, it's, yeah. everything's just straight. It's just one. It's like one long take. Wow, yeah. wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's you play amazing. that game, you will refer to you will if you play that game, mm. you will from now on refer to your son as simply boy. That's <laughs> how we talk to his son because because you're on a quest with your son, right? So he's got so like whenever he like yeah he'll say his name Atreus like every once in a while, right. but then he's like boy, read this. So <laughs> now here's my question to you guys: Is yeah. this is he is this a precursor to like the torch kind of being passed to the son, and now he's going to mm. carry on the God of War? Is that is there any is there any? I haven't finished it yet. What? 
So I'm like, I have a feel. It looks like it from where right. I'm at. He's already finished. He finishes games in like four days. Got you. Like, yeah. Once you go in, you kind of just tunnel vision until you see it through. Yeah. Got you. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, fin- I finished the whole game. And, uh, man, like, I-, I won't say anything about the ending, of course. No, but, please don't. <laughs> but, like, it-, it-, it raises some interesting questions. I can't wait okay. to see what they do for future installments. Right, yeah. Yeah, yep. they- there's, like, so many directions that they can go. Mm-hmm. And, like... And the and the way it ends too is like because it's like the way that the the game is structured, you can actually go off and do other side quests that you haven't done like during the main storyline. Wow. Yeah. So there's like a lot to okay, do. Okay, you're right. Okay. So you just did the main storyline. You didn't do those those fringe things at all. You did it all. I did most of the side quests. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few more that I haven't done. That I just kind of put off to the side. Right. Yeah. I yeah. try not. I try not to, and then I just end up falling into some. Yeah, because you're already there, and you're like yeah. you're already you're you're down the rabbit hole. So you can use a you can use the you know. You can use the extra, like the extra, like, like the extra money that you get mm-hmm. and the yeah. extra experience points. But it's no, nah, we're not gonna spoil it, Kyle. No worries, because <laughs> I'm not even done with it. And that's the thing too. If I, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the thing about God of War is, and this is all like strictly content. This isn't like the Easter eggs and the stuff that you have to really go searching hard body for, right? This is basically the basic content is like plenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's nuts. That is amazing. Cause you yeah. hear all this stuff like people, you hear you like, I hear people get a game that's popular, right. and it kind of dies down, and then there's a little resurgence because folks have found these little Easter eggs and these little glitches and stuff like that, and then it gets a little bit of life. But God right. of War just seems like it stands on its own merits every time it comes out. Like every oh time yeah, it, comes it out. does. You know what it I mean? Does. Fortnite's one. We Fortnite's one of those ones. It's gonna like, be, you think so? Yeah, like it's been getting a huge buzz. It's like this this year's Overwatch, Overwatch basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a free game. Yep. Okay. That's what. That's why it's so huge. It's a free gotcha. game, a free and then game, like yeah. they just get and they're still constantly like just adding stuff, and like tons of people are playing it, like tons. Like Thanos is in the game now. Come mm. on, Thanos <laughs> is in the game. Yeah, I saw. And they're yeah. like saying like he's legit hard to beat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so so man. anything else? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. I mean, what you been up to? Oh man, uh, for me, well, besides God of War, which I finished, um, I've been going back to the well, playing some old school PS2 games. Nice. Yeah. So I've been uh, looking for some like hidden gems. Yeah. And uh, one game that I actually played and managed to finish was this underrated game called Second Sight. Um, it's a it's a really cool game. Um, it's like a it's this uh. This science sci-fi game. It's about this guy named John Vadic, who's okay. like this. Um, he he he's like a skeptic. He kind of he he deals with like debunking parano- uh, paranormal uh, yeah. activities, mm-hmm. like psychics and whatnot. And he's recruited by this uh, this top secret uh, military group called Winter Ice. And they're they're traveling to Russia and they're trying to figure out uh, find the where- whereabouts of this Russian scientist who's been experimenting on kids to like unlock their psychic uh, and psychokinetic potential and all this. Okay, yeah. And throughout the game, uh, it flashes back to the past, like during that mission and mm-hmm. to the present day where John Vadic, like he wakes up with no memory of who he is, but he just knows that he has he has all these like psychic, psychic powers. Like he has telekinesis, he can p- possess people. Um, and, and like throughout the, throughout the story, it's kind of like a mix of stealth, stealth gameplay, uh, running gun. And like, you kind of, you're trying to figure out like what the, 
what it's what's what's it all about and what the mm-hmm. main twist is. It's a really dope game and like okay. one of the really underrated PS2 game because I yep. remember like hearing about it when it first came out and it got some good reviews. But I was like, it was one of those games where I was like, eh, I'll get around to it, but I never did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and and that that game was terrific. And um, does it still hold up? It does. It still holds up. Like like graphically, there's it's, it's still kind of a little janky, you know. Well, it's, it's, it's PS2. It's, it's PS2. Yeah. 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 Being a, that's, right, but 20, that's almost twenty years ago. As far as content, it's oh, con- yeah. content is is dope. It's oh, solid. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I played that. Um, I finished uh, Def Jam Vendetta for the yeah. PS2. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually going back trying to unlock the rest of the other characters. Going yeah. back to the campaign mode, and I'm also playing through Def Jam Fight for New York, which okay. Man, that that game still it still looks good, right? And it still plays good, yeah. and like because there's like so many characters in that game to unlock. There's different like fighting styles yeah. you can unlock. Yeah, uh, but you unlock you. I remember you unlock them as you go through as you go through the story. Yeah, and plus you get points so you can develop your characters like abilities or like base stats like upper yeah. or lower body strength, stamina, um, Method Man, Red Man, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes is one of my favorites in the game. He's like a submissions specialist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, it's it's too bad that that there's no remaster of the game because of like all the music that 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 uh, game used. Yep. So it's like the music rights they can't like it'll be too expensive to bring it back like right. for a remaster. So if you can find Def Jam Fight for New York or Vendetta like somewhere online or at a good uh, retro game store, mm-hmm. I suggest picking it up if the price is right. Yeah, tell them how much you tell them how much you paid for it. Uh, for Def Jam Fight for New York, I had to pay forty bucks. Uh, wow. Yeah. And and which was which was the lowest I saw because like uh, online on Amazon like copies are upwards like seventy five to a hundred bucks hundred twenty even for like just a disc alone. How much are, how I'm much like, are, the, are, 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 are the are the set going for? How much is a PS two going for? Oh man, I'd it s- depends on who's it. I'd say like maybe sixty five seventy five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. one game's worth yeah worth than an average like system somebody selling now. Yeah. Right, that's what I was wondering. You know what I mean? Because they, they don't they don't have the uh, internet capability. They don't have the online capabilities anymore because mm-hmm. they shut the service yeah. down a couple years ago. Yeah. So it's just strictly home play now. You know what I mean? Like it's strictly home play. There's no because I remember I remember having to uh, hardwire had the Ethernet. Yep. I went and bought the adapter just because my, my my friends and I. Like that was the one thing we, with Madden, we went hard with the Madden to the point where we would do drafts. Mm-hmm. We would, we, you know what I mean? We get it the day we get it, draft night. So everybody would pick a team, and we just spit everything back, and it's, you know, it's what about the original? The if, when you start from the beginning, you're building a team, so it's like fifty three rounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we only did. 24. So basically, you you got 24 picks, which allows you, if you do it like that, you don't have to, but to suit an offense, a defense, and a kicker and a punter. Yeah, so you basically, you guys had a fantasy, you had a fantasy league. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. And, but we just, like, we would stop, we would gut everybody out. So now yeah. players didn't play where they played, you know what I mean, for right. the most part. And we and we would run, we would run 20 game season, 20 season you know, we go. It wouldn't. We wouldn't do, do. We would do for the for the football season. Right. We do it every Sunday, like the football season, mm-hmm. all the way up into Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Then and that was the money season. Then after that, it was always bragging rights. But we would we would play even more. 
Because now yeah. it wasn't just once a week. Now we play more often. And <clears throat> so by the time the next one roll around, we'd be 20, 20 25 seasons in. Now mm. we're playing with, with just virtual players. Oh, wow. Just regurgitated, you know, attributes and stuff like that, and you built them up. That's a good you know, idea. So it was just, just fantasy already takes up my time there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was pre-fantasy. Yeah. This was pre-fantasy, you know what I mean? So it was just a cool way. And we even when fantasy came, we stuck to it. You know, right. we, we we juggled both. But that was just, you know, getting the most out of it when you realized how much you could do. and Because that's the thing I don't want. Like, if you're going to pay all this money for this video game, yeah, you need to play every, every bit of that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever it offers, play that shit. Yeah. I don't care if it's a, a slot, a casino slot, something. Play that shit. You know what I mean? Like, get your money's worth. So, that, And that was my idea because the guys I was playing with, they we, they would just pick a team and then just play it up in an exhibition mode. And I'm like, what the fuck is fun in that? Because that, before that time, that was before up-to-date... Uh, Stats that could bump because you know how you can bump up your your right. players' attributes and shit in real time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So you couldn't do that back then. The only way you could do that was getting the virtual players in the drafts later on and building them up as their careers went on. That's, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. the guys that you had already drafted. But that's a dope way to do. That was a dope way to do it. That kind of reminds me of how we used to play like the old. Uh, um, we're big. We're huge wrestling fans. So okay. Yeah, yeah. we used to play like. Um, no Mercy yep. for Nintendo 64 we would do our creative characters yep. and then we'll just let the compete we'll like set up matches like we would run in our own like yep. wrestling organization and we would just like have the computer just go at it right right right. right. championships and everything and just watch it play out yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> I'm saying there's a million one Kyle loves your t-shirt though oh thank you thank you <laughs> got the um Shout out to Bomani Jones. He was the first person I saw. Him. I did. Yeah, I remember that. And ESPN suspended him for it. Yep. And I loved him for it. He became my favorite uh, analyst at ESPN. I can't even say my favorite. And, he, um, <laughs> and then I, I saw it online, and I was I was teetering too because I got I got the other one. I'm sure you guys saw it on Instagram. It's um, it's the it's the podium with uh, Captain America, Iron Man, and Black, Black Panther. Panther. In the mid- mm-hmm. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I posted that picture <laughs> on my gram. Like, yo, somebody. Yeah, I have. The, somebody sells it as a shirt, and yeah. it was just one of those advertisements that I saw scrolling through Instagram and just. So. Nice. This one too, because this came trending shortly after the whole Bomani Jones thing. That's how I got it on Instagram. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. But what thank else? you. Oh yeah. It's one yeah. of my favorite shirts too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, one other thing that I've, that I've been up to. Um, uh, the other day, I caught well, not caught up, but I'm in the middle of the second season of Atlanta on FX. Dude, and, and I need, I haven't seen any of it, and oh, everybody's man. like, I am missing out. That's sincerely missing out. It's an excellent show. Like Donald Glover, <laughs> uh, Lakeith Stanfield, man, like they're they're terrific in it. Like that. Donald Glover is Midas right now. Like everything he, he touches, just like the shit. Yeah, he's like a jack of all trades. Yeah, as a, yeah, like, yeah. Right, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, yeah. he is a Renaissance man. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And he's good. Yeah. He is extremely good at what he does. You know what I mean? Like whatever he touches. So, yeah. Um, wh- uh, right. Like the um, I was he got he got shut down for, uh, for uh, trying to get um, he was trying to do a, a Deadpool animated series. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they gave him the boot, and I was like, wow, yeah. no, let him like let him go. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you? Not well, I mean, with this merger going right now. right now, with this merger happening, it's a possibility now. Okay. Is yeah. yeah with Disney and Fox. Okay, yeah, 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 yep, I can see that. 
Now, do you you approve of the merger? Yeah, I I have some very mixed feelings about it. Yeah, just on its face, man. Just just because of where they're going, like Mm -hmm. it just seems like it's gonna lose its. We're seeing what's happening to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As a result, this is, this is, this is Star Wars geek, right? <laughs> but, but, but as a result, right? You're seeing what's happening now. It's going with Disney, and you're like, some of it's, mm, some of it's, mm, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's, you wonder if that's what's going to happen with this whole, with yeah. this whole merger. It's gonna, it's gonna be more of a cash cow and all that. Now, mm-hmm. my thing is, while I'm the one thing I'm up for it, we're gonna see the X Men done right. Okay, we're gonna see. We'll hopefully we're gonna see the Fantastic Four done right. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen, like okay, those first two movies were okay for its time. Yeah, right. For its time, for, for its, its time. time. Mm-hmm. The last one, the Blu-ray is five bucks at FYE. <laughs> oh, expert. not even used. The Michael B. Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not even used. Right. And like I just looked <clears throat> at, it, I was just like, oh, was it X Men Apocalypse? What? No, uh, uh, the second Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the one, yeah, Michael B. Jordan yeah. as yeah. Human Torch, and yeah. where Doctor Doom was only in it for like what ten minutes. I heard <laughs> it wasn't even real Doctor Doom, right? Yeah, like, I didn't even watched that. I'm still planning. I'm gonna have a bad movie day and just like watch terrible movies all day. Mm. That's tough. Like yeah. I, I, the people that like I know um, a couple guys, uh, a couple comedian friends of mine, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, John Moses and uh, Chris Clock. And Chris Clock actually has a YouTube channel um, called See Snacks, and he and he uh, he does uh, reviews on snacks. All right. Like mm. in all the off the like all the off the wall Oreo flavors and shit like that. Mm. But John and uh, John and Chris together do a bad movie review. Like they pick bad movies. I'm no, this one, this one too. You know I mean, so mm. this one too. Cool. He did a Victor's Corner where he purposely. Oh yeah, I, I, he I, uh, purposely. Went to go see that last Tyler Perry movie. Oh, Acrimony. Just to shit on it. Well, okay. I well I didn't I didn't go just to shit just yeah, to shit did. on it. No, yeah, I didn't. You, did. you told no, me. No, no, no. What I, I, because I, I have Movie Pass. Okay. Right? Yeah. And Movie Pass, like you can watch any bad movie and you know feel no regrets. It's only ten bucks a month. Yeah. See all the movies you want. So I went with my girlfriend <clears> and uh, her mom, and we all had we had a great time because we were laughing at the movie because the movie was just an unintentional comedy. It was trying to be a serious drama. But Tyler Perry can't write or direct, so it turned out to be an unintentional comedy. We were just like laughing at all the serious moments. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, yeah. It's one of those movies like like get it on Redbox, invite your friends over, just crack on it, have a good time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. But another thing I heard too, I came across an article, but John Krasinski from A Quiet Place. Yeah. And um, and Jim from The Office. Yeah. He wants to play Mr. He's interested in playing Mr. Fantastic. Really. With Emily Blunt playing um. His wife, yeah, his wife Emily Blunt playing Invisible Woman. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would see that. I kind of dig that. Yeah, so yeah. Somebody actually like did the art. He's got this. He's aesthetically, he's, he's he, you know what I mean. And he's yeah. not. A, he's a good actor. Yeah. And have, have you seen A Quiet Place? No. Oh man, mm. you, you gotta. Okay. That that's. Oh, okay. That's the you one where they got to be quiet, or the or the or the, yeah. or the monsters run up on them. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can see it. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. Not like potential. with that fan art, I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, like like I said, if you do watch Atlanta, like it's like each episode is like a half hour long. Right. It's really good. It's like it talks about like it talks about like racism and like the black experience, but in a way that's very not only unique 
especially to Donald Glover, but also stuff like you 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 can deeply relate to on an everyday level. Mm-hmm. And it's not and it's and it's done in a way that's smart, and it's not in a way that's like beating you over the head with it. Yeah, and it's very clever. Um, if you do watch it and you get to season two, watch the Teddy Perkins episode because okay. man, that's basically Donald Glover in whiteface. And he plays like this creepy Michael Jackson, uh, uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson slash Howard Hughes type recluse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. and and it features a uh, Lakeith Sanfield's character Darius, so it's kind of like Get Out one point five kind of. Gotcha, yeah. 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 That's a that's an amazing episode. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it on my end. Light ass week for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, but speak but speaking of speaking of stuff to get into, man. And seeing your T-shirt, Caucasians, and Caucasians be tripping, man. It's like like we're seeing the, like the the trend of like of like white people calling calling the police on black folks minding their own business. I mean, with from between between black pe- black folks can't even have a damn cookout without some white woman right. trying to hassle them. Brothers can't go to Starbucks. And then and 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 then they look and go, "What are you so angry for? How much time do you have?" Yeah, she <laughs> was on the phone for two hours. Yeah, she yeah. Was for two hours. They just cried out of nowhere. <laughs> she put on the white woman tear just like a like a toggle switch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just she went from like to destroy. It, it, wow! What? Wow! Wow! From a, you know what I mean? Just really giving her the really giving her the Oscar. Right from a yeah. thespian standpoint. Wow! Mm-hmm. Salute to you, lady. Like ah man, I um. It is. This is gonna sound kind of left-handed, um, but I, I'm tired of people. I'm not just tired of white people. I'm tired of black people. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of people. Hmm. I'm tired of those type of people. You know what I mean? Because we also got to remember, it ain't just those folks acting up too. We got folks on our end. We do acting a fool too. You know what I mean? And it was funny because. Um, my co-host from uh, your podcast, EJ Edmonds. Mm-hmm. One day we was just sitting talking about this nigga. Mm-hmm. Now, if you listen to any of my podcasts, you know or see my stand-up, I don't refer to the incumbent as by his name. Mm-hmm. I call him this nigga. Yep. And I call him this nigga because we all call him this nigga. Think about it. Talk about. Just, I'm talking about the person that's in, that's sitting in the White House right now. Right. Yeah, the angry orange. Right, the angry yeah. orange. Right. Yeah. Right. We all got nicknames for him, but every black person, oh, at once once a day, if they hear his name come up, whether they speak it or think it, they're calling him this. This thing. Because you're usually like this. Yep. What? Oh, my. This nigga. So, mm-hmm. and I have made it a point to use this nigga. That is how I refer to him, is this nigga. He didn't want to refer to the last person in office by his name and respect his title. Mm-hmm. I'm just carrying on his tradition, and he's this nigga. Right on. You know, so this nigga, this nigga got folks really feeling themselves. And that was a discussion EJ, was having, EJ and I were having on their tripping as mm-hmm. a result. And he said to me, he said, did black people act like this when Obama first got voted in? Absolutely. <laughs> I I didn't hesitate. You bet your ass we did. Absolutely. I'll admit, I'll admit I was, I was I, when he first got into office. I um I worked into I was working at an auto parts warehouse. I was the only black person there. Yep. Man, I didn't even say nothing. I just came stunting. 
Couldn't tell me shit. Right. <laughs> Yo, you could not. Think about it. Yo, we came up with mixtapes based on this man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My president is black. You know what I mean? Like yeah. song. Yeah, we did. We really, we did. We really did. And that's the part everybody thinks, you know, it's and that's what I mean about the the, the the hating people. To bring it back full circle. That's what I mean about hating people because everybody's doing this. Right. Nobody's doing this. You know what I mean? That's what I try to do on my podcast. When we talk about certain issues like this, I try to give both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. I'm usually on one side of the coin, but I don't try to I don't try to make it seem like I'm just gonna dig in my heels and there's no other there's always another side of the coin. Right. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, there's always two sides of the coin. And to me, that's to me that's the best if you can get to a point where you can at least understand. You don't have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. But if you just process, if you can just at the base of the, the word understand, just process where they're coming from, it's a start. It's mm-hmm. definitely a start to open it because everybody's saying we need to sit down and be able to talk to each other. Well, yeah, well, we gotta be able to understand each other at a certain point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But if we keep doing this, we're never going to understand each other. So, but yes, but nonetheless, white folks are really tripping. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like really tripping. I, I mean, I didn't watch all 25 minutes of that video. Nah, me neither. Me neither. But yeah, who has 25 minutes of like hearing the same stuff over and over again? Well, I, I watched but, a 26 minute video between a uh, possum and a skunk. But really? Yeah. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> we'll get back. We, we'll touch back on that, but okay. I don't want to go on a tangent. So, yeah. Of, but I mean, I can honestly say, like, I had a good laugh. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, like, you know, some. If I was one of those black guys, if I was one of those guys, like grilling, I would offer some. I would offer some. Offer some food. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. You're not hungry, love. You wouldn't. You don't want something to eat. Yeah. I'm the one. I, I'll kill you with your kindness. I'll kill you with kindness and to the point where you really look like an ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really look like... One of my superpowers is... It's probably my best superpower is my line in the sand is drawing back way further than most. But where the superpower comes in is it's so far back. By the time you cross it, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just... You're, 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 you painted yourself in a corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wish she did. It's so far back. Right, right exactly. Yeah. Wish she did. Exactly. Exactly. Like... like the, how miserable, how miserable must you be to want to stop somebody from having a barbecue? Yeah. Yeah, that says more about her and her life. Right, exactly. right. That don't say nothing. Right, right. Not yeah. even, that, that's not even a, 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 a rate, I won't say not racial, but not that broad of a scope. That mm. goes to her personally. Yeah. yeah. Right. That goes, right, like, that's more about what she talks about on her time on the couch with the therapist. And, you know what I mean? Oh, well, she's she gonna need one. Right, and she oh, don't have one. She's gonna she need one. one. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, yeah, like that to, and, 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 your, and your issue was because they're using child code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, that's it? That's all you got? That's it. Using charcoal. I'm a chocolate, listen, that's the best way to barbecue. I grew yeah. up on, I grew up on charcoal. Yeah, it's what it's what it's, it's what it's made for. But even but even, so even if you don't like, <laughs> I'm not just. I guess because I don't understand what the fuck was your end game. What was your end game? <laughs> what was your what was your like? You know what I mean? Like, hmm. to me, when you make that call, hmm. things got to be processed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you don't you just don't do that. Or maybe just white people do. Maybe that's maybe that's a problem. Maybe because they do it willy nilly and don't think about just. All right, I'm I'm really gonna be taking up this this uh, you know the civil service time. Mm-hmm. Isn't it that important? Are the streets gonna be that much quieter and safer because I have forced them to use butane or propane? 
Mm-hmm. And propane accessories. And propane accessories, <laughs> right. The yes. only person that's failing us is Hank Hill right now. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's my guy, but 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 di- he ain't calling. Mm-hmm. Hank ain't calling. If Hank ain't calling us and Hank hates Chaco. Yeah. <laughs> Hank ain't calling, don't call. Like, come on. The fuck? Like, damn, man. And it was it's just you know, it's just <laughs> it's, it's yeah. tiring. It's it is. tiring. It really is tiring because like we got en- we got enough problems, right? Mm-hmm. We got right. No- we we are barbecuing because we have problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> we're doing this shit to decompress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the, the black people, for the most part, we barbecue to decompress. Man, it's it's we enjoy being able to feed the masses and be the master of our grill and. You know what I mean? It's 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 something that we all enjoy. It's something that all Americans I enjoy I think to a certain degree. But yeah. black people like we just white people barbecue on holidays. We barbecue because it's Tuesday, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice out, because it ain't raining. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, it, and it's just it is it, it's it's a, it's a you know the social gatherings are very important to us. Right, they are essential I, to our survival. I mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Do not so I guess that's and yeah. I and I don't think that's the part she understands, man. Like. We're just out here because we wake up and getting through the day, just getting through the day without major drama being set on our on our front porch is is tricky. It's fucking tricky. So if we got through the day and virtually unscathed, word, man, crack a bed, yeah, put on the fucking mm-hmm. grill, dude. Mm-hmm. And like, bitch, why do you care for charcoal? Like, we'll give you a fucking burger. <laughs> we will. We always do. There's plenty. There's always plenty. <laughs> there's always plenty unless this unless you know it's a family function and that family member comes in with Tupperware. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Leaves with more than what they you know leaves with more than what they brought. You know we all got that family member, but you know, yeah, yeah. I, I've been that family. Like member. call the call the cops on them. Call the cops on Aunt Shirley because she always comes with empty Tupperware and leaves with shit. You know what I mean? There's your crime. Like yeah. <laughs> well, like, we worry about charcoal. Oh man, whatever. Yeah. You think it's because nobody wanted a raisin potato salad? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, because you cut your fucking potato up and two, your chunks are too big. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why white potatoes, German potato, they always call it German potato salad. <laughs> as soon as you call it German potato, oh, don't even leave it in the car. Leave it in the yeah. car. Take it home. My thing is, what's with the raisins? You know what? I Listen, mm. I got, my, my cousin is related to a Dominican dude. And they put beets in this. You know what? You can they hold do. that too. You can hold the shit is pink. It wow. is. The shit is pink. But you know what? It's amazing. I love it. I love <laughs> I, it. I, I, listen, you going to love that? <laughs> you know, no beets. No. no, I don't even eat beets. But, I don't even no, eat you beets, eat beets. You do. <laughs> if you eat beets. No, I won't eat like straight beets. But like that. That's literally the only way I would eat them. It, okay, there's got to be and see to me because there's more there's more stuff in this covering the, the, the beet taste. The, the the hue alone throws me off. <laughs> Just <laughs> right, beets like, taste like dirt. Like no, I'm talking about this potato. I'm going back to the potato salad with the beets in it because I like potato salad. If you cook the shit right, right. fucking right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just the hue that the beets. Yo. The next time, Google it. Google, Google, Google fucking potatoes out of beets. Get it to some point. The pink, it's not a basic pink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. It's it's something that, it's a pink that you can only get in a computer. 
It's not. It's not in the basic eight. It's not in that palette. It's not in. It's not even the sixty four with the shop in the box. It's not even in that. There you it's, go. <laughs> yep. You feel me? My best friend's Dominican, so I was like, I grew up on. And food. I listen. Yeah. There's a lot of good food that Dominicans yeah. got, and I eat a lot of that shit, mm. but not that fucking pink ass potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> No, and don't feel bad. I didn't even need to pick snowballs from Hostess. So like, okay, those are the, those are, I hate coconut. Oh no, I like coconut. I hate, but it was uh, a travesty to coconut. Yeah. It was a slap in the face to coconut. Is what, yeah, is right, what those I, things are. I, you know I what I mean? Because right. I, I eat like a coconut cake from scratch. <sighs> Man, I have had it. Before. Life simple like, pleasures. And my girl, my girl, ate, my girl has coconut Oreos. I never knew they made those. Gold, golden cookie or, or the original cookie? Golden cookie. Yeah, that's not real Oreos though. Nah, it's not gonna set it off right. Cause like <laughs> with the chocolate with the coconut, we're working on some like I'm enjoy mounds kind of deal Bro, in a cookie man. format, and you pique my interest. Mm. But golden cookie, coconut. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Nah, man. It's, it's, co- no, mm. it was pina colada. Oh no, no, you golden really cookie. Nah, that's that just really off the chain. That's just all right. Yo, yeah. they're getting off the chain with these. They flavors. really are. They really are. Yeah. Cherry, uh, cherry hearts and peeps and uh. red velvet. Right, red velvet. Like, yeah, nah. See, nope, nope. And meanwhile, I'm... the original sitting here like, dude, <laughs> Yo, I'm still the goat. I saw, I saw probably a fake one on on Facebook. There's a ramen flavored Oreo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a mean joint, right there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man, please tell me like homegirl, you know. Uh, barbecue girl, the memes yeah. aren't. Oh, yo, oh yeah, yo, I, internet is, <laughs> is man on fire right now. Like I had to get in on that slander. Yo, the drink, mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, standing behind uh, Martin Luther King, I was like, yep. Oh yeah, her in the crowd <laughs> during, a, during a new day entrance. I personally made that one. Oh, you did. I made that one. <laughs> that I was hilarious. That. I had the order. <laughs> I still got it. That's a big. One. I personally made yo, that the Rosa one. Rosa Parks one when she's in the back of the bus. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like, yo, she's right here. Come on. Oh man. Oh man. One of the funniest ones was um Yeah, right there. New to, <laughs> to the left. <laughs> yeah, one of the funniest ones was uh her her on the phone during the Black Panther waterfall fight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that like, was that was the hilarious. internet is killing like the inter- Jefferson's ones. Oh yeah. I, when I yeah. saw uh, they, they, uh they got a piece of the pie. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the police, they got a piece of the pie. Yeah, they got a piece of the pie. They're moving like, on. They're they, moving on up. Oh, oh man. You, the, the internet is undefeated. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Big up to all them people with no time on their hands to create that shit, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Yo, memes is like the number one way we communicate as a, as a people, as a species. Yo, nowadays people How are... How wild is that, man? Really? Like, seriously. Yeah. It, it does convey so much. Like, you can say so much just from a meme. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, 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 it's funny you say that. It's... Yeah, that is. I'm guaranteeing really like everybody got at least 50 memes. Everybody has at least 50 memes in their phone. I don't. I you don't. don't. And but but don't judge me. I'm 47. Don't <laughs> yeah. judge me. I am on the other side of that. Do you know what I mean? I'm in the Venn diagram. I'm in the funky mm. side of the Venn diagram. I'm really not. But I'm I not mean. at the intersection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here. But I'm people here. are on social media yeah. to mm. steal memes. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know people that go hard body with memes. Oh, yeah. Hard body like. Uh, do you fucking work? Like, wow. <laughs> you know? Man. But, and it, 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 between making them and searching for them. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, yeah. I'm, a bit, I, I'm, 
I'm a bit country. I'm a bit rock and roll on that one. Though. Yeah, no, nah, and that's the thing. Like, don't, like you said, they, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's, it is. It's, the, it's the medium now. It's yeah. the medium in good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, it's like anything else. You enjoy the good, you throw away the bad, mm-hmm. you cringe at the indifferent, and keep it moving. I guess, okay, so you know? speaking of this, nigga. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kanye. Wearing the MAGA hat. That nigga. <laughs> Sunken place is real. It's truly real. Mm. Man, like, he, um, it's hard to watch, but I am not surprised. Mm. The level of his arrogance, I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you watch Kanye from his inception and watch his arrogance as his star rises, mm-hmm. it's not, like, a few years ago, you sold you sold a holy fucking shirt for hundreds of dollars. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You arrogant motherfucker. You even sold a white t-shirt for that much. Right, you're right. You yeah. sold my father's t-shirt that he does gardening in <laughs> for $700. Like, what the fuck? Yo. And you idiots bought them. Mm-hmm. Bought them. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? And the guys joking about, you know, this guy's ragging on other guys. That's boot. Like, how the fuck can you tell? <laughs> How can you tell? There's a better quality of raggedy. I always say. <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I always say. But I, I always say Yeezys look like Ace bandages. Yeah, yeah. like the, the, the last one, the last yeah. Yeezys, the ones that just came out. Them, them, the ones that look like I call them Kirby fours. They look, like, they look like Kirby's, right? From, from the no. ten, <laughs> they do, man. They're all puffy and soft and just. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! god. And, and they're selling. They what? Three hundred a pop, maybe more. Mm. I see. I see the boutiques selling them for like that. Them stupid amounts. Mm-hmm. Like what? I ain't got four hundred dollars spare to spend on sneakers. And there's a there's, I'm a, there's not a, local a sneaker boutique guy. that sells them. Yeah. And I don't want to shout them out because I like them. But like <laughs> y'all are selling some ugly fucking sneakers and like fuck status symbol shit, man. Like there's got to be some sort of aesthetic. It's got to be aesthetically pleasing at some point. Mm-hmm. It can't just because they're Yeezys. Like, fuck you, Yeezy. Wake up. Wake mm-hmm. up. You didn't You didn't want to come to work that day. You made them. You signed <laughs> off on whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. That's, that's, that's... And to me, that's, that's where the arrogance comes in. Mm-hmm. I'm Yeezy. They're good. I say it's fashion. I dictate fashion. No, the fuck you don't. You don't. That's what you're putting out. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. No, you don't. And don't get me wrong, because them, them other Yeezys are dope. I don't even own a pair, but I I like sneakers enough to know what I like. Yeah, and they got some, you know, he's got a couple of them ones that are really fucking dope. But them last ones, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So what happens when you have too many yes people in your circle telling hey, you what you right. what you yeah, want to hear? Right. Of what you if you can hear this, Yeezy, we would rather you had better sneakers. You could have fucking kept the light bulb suction. How about that? Oh my, did the light bulb suction for you? You should have oh, had better yeah, sneakers for us. It. You could have mm. stayed fat with better sneakers. No. <laughs> <laughs> he does me. He bothers me, mm. man. Like, and, 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 like, I know it sounds crazy, but every time I've seen him interrupt somebody at an award show, I always want it to be me. I'm like, damn, I wish that was me. Damn, I wish that was me. Like, I, I only wish, even if I was a presenter, even if I was a presenter, if I was presenting you the award, and here comes Yeezy trying to, man, oh, man, we would, that, you talk about viral. Because you're like I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to WWE move on you. <laughs> and Why I'm going hasn't old somebody school. even mm. yet tried to like 
shut him down when he right. tried to do something I like that. Mm. Yo, I, I'm, I, I just mean to interrupt you. And like, if you had did that to him, yeah, think about that. If he was accepting one of his awards and somebody interrupted him, what? what? He would. So he would snap right. He would. And that, again, it all at its base, it's all arrogance. Yes. It's all arrogance. And to, and dude, you fell off after graduation. That's me. Mm. They love 808 and hot breaks. People that love that shit. Yeah. Uh, but me? Yeah. You just went high. And Pablo? For that hype of Pablo? Okay, I like I liked Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo was dope. That was a dope one. I would not put it up against College Dropout. Mm-mm. You know, the, his first three definitely would not. Right, the first three is, was... His first three was like... Fire. I was in this dude forever. Classics. Forever. Mm-hmm. Classics. Are you kidding me? Don't mm-hmm. ever stop music. And then it was like, dude, what... What? What are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. And and all because don't get me wrong, you're supposed to push the envelope as, yeah. as an artist and stuff, but evolve like, and everything, but just But evolve. But evolve. To me, just because you're doing something different doesn't mean it's evolution. Mm. Trial right. and error is right. evolution. Learning learning that this don't work. All right, so let's retool it and let, you know it. what I mean? Yeah. But not just more, more, more. And and it's what I because most people what most people are saying is it's to sell it's because the release is coming up of the projects that he's doing so this is just to kind of draw traffic or whatever yeah and folks are like he's a genius for that I'm like fuck you what kind of genius is he mm-hmm. like is he, everybody you know what I mean like I, everybody does I that. get I get the the connotation to genius but if like you didn't need all that for your first three albums mm-hmm. you didn't need none of that you didn't need none of that so like. That to me, that's what you do, man. Just go lock yourself in that studio. Get off Twitter. Get off all that dumb shit. Greatest tweet. Let's go back to memes and and Twitter beef. Mm-hmm. Best Twitter shit ever, though. George W. Bush. Kanye hates black people. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was just like, win. I just said, that was win. damn, full circle. Like, damn, that shit came full circle. That's all I was like, damn, it did Because yeah. I was like, yo, because when he first did it, but. I think Two we, weeks I before think late people, registration came out, right. he was like, "I'm like, okay, Kanye with us. Right, Kanye right, was with us. Right. Yeah. He was socially con- right. He was socially conscious." Because more than black people was like, "Yo, like <laughs> that we was behind him, and he just right. now he's rocking the MAGA shirts and all." And then that. when you and then yeah. when you see the, and I think collectively as a people, when we all read what the George Bush tweet, we all went. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, damn. <laughs> but you know, you got no he's in the he's in that sunken place. Yeah. That yeah. sunken Talk, place, and you want to know what it is? That is real. Kardashian sunken First, place. Chris real. Jenner is the devil. <laughs> Chris yeah. Jenner is okay. Okay, Rob Senior's dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Bruce Jenner's a woman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lamar Odom's a crackhead. Well, Lamar had his demons before that. Okay. Mm. Lamar had his demons before that, but they helped him push. They, you know, what I mean, they, yeah, they, they gave him that push. Sure. Mm. Rob Jr. Mm. went crazy. Yep. And now Kanye's not insane. Yep. Wow. Yep. It's a cauldron. Yep. And a Ray cauldron. J is sitting back with his feet up, laughing his ass off, playing oh. <laughs> playing that tape on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we hey a lot of people got on Ray J. Thought he was a punchline. Now the shoes on the other foot. Yeah. <laughs> What well well not necessarily because she's a fucking multimedia she's a uh, she's swimming in it yeah Kim K swimming in it you know what I mean yeah. she's making more money than Ray J oh yeah. yeah you know what I mean but 
yeah, it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be in the beginning. You know what I mean? Right? He's de- he's definitely survived it. That's yeah, for sure. He's not Kanye. He survived it. Nick oh, Cannon right. survived he's, it. Right. He's laughing. Mm-hmm. He's laughing and right. He's yeah. definitely on the on the on the better uh, side of that coin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but, I w- I will say like uh, Kanye's slavery to the Kardashian empire is a choice, not actual slavery. Yeah. Say it again so the congregation in the back hears you, brother. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, that's oh, yeah. For real, man. Like for real, because you was very, he, and that's the thing about his arrogance. He's very in your face about it. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. we, dude, do you do you know we're watching you fucking just destroy yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, we really just go to that place, man, and just be the antithesis of everything you presented yourself to be in the beginning, mm-hmm. at least the way I saw it. You know, so yeah, it's tough, man. But watch Kanye's album be fired up. Like a lot of people are not even have like no interest in it. I don't. But it's like no, he's no, doing all this. What, this, this shit will probably be fucking dope. So how about this? I love Jay Z. Right. He's a great I'm a great I'm a big Jay Z fan. Me too. I hate R. Kelly. Yep. Um, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But best of both worlds is a fucking banger. Fucking banger. <laughs> uh, and, no. and I don't own it. I don't own it. I have an external hard drive, and I, uh, I own and every. I've got about every Jay-Z I've got about 125 gigs of music, right, mm-hmm. of, from everywhere. You know what I mean? And a lot, and, and it's it's hip hop based, but mm-hmm. no, I do not. There's no R. Kelly in any of my library. Not, not even the past. Like I can't. No. All right, here's the thing. Like as a DJ, it sucks knowing that. No, you, as a DJ, you have to have it. You have to have yeah. it. You have to have it. It's it, step in the name of love still plays. It holds up. It's going it's to. Still it's going to. It, it, it has. It has its place. The in old stuff. The, the old stuff. The, it's in the wedding tier. It's in the wedding tier. It's, yeah, it's, it it's, it's not gonna go anywhere. It may it's fade not. out a little bit, but it's not gonna. It's, it's not gonna go away. It's no, not going it's to go still away. play. I mean, if I have a DJ at one forty eight, I wouldn't play it. And that's the th- <laughs> and it's weird because things like step in the name of love. I believe I can fly. If you listen to them. And look at the lyrics. They are beautifully written. Right. They are beautifully written. Um, uh, Fortunate by Maxwell. Love that. Somebody that you don't don't even put in the same category was written by R. Kelly. So this dude, he's an amazing writer. Yeah. He is. So you hear these tunes, and then you hear his own stuff, and I defy you. Anybody out there that's listening right now, if you're an R. Kelly fan, I defy you to go back Listening to the entire catalog, and I defy you to tell me it doesn't read like a letter to a fifteen-year-old girl. Yeah. Oh my. The entire God. catalog. Really? AJ number to number. You, you remind me of my G. G. That's the one I always mm-hmm. go to. My argument. Right. Mm-hmm. What the hell kind of line? Oh, I. What? Who? Who's walking up to a woman in the club going, "What's up, girl? Remind me of my G." How do you even respond to that? How do you take that? Is it yeah. insulting? Is it funny? Is it an icebreaker? It, it, it's not me and my Jeep. Yeah, you trying to say she's fat? What are you trying <laughs> like? Yeah. Right, and not what are you trying to say like I'm insulted? What are you trying to say because you're speaking in code right now? Mm. I have no idea how to even process that. That makes that is something only a girl would a teenage girl would find sexy or you know would would, would cling to. Yeah, he even said like I forgot what the song was. He said like if if there's grass on the infield, then play ball. Yeah, what does that tell you right there, man? Like he he was admitting it though, and, and plus he calls himself the Pied, the Pied Piper, Piper of R and B. 
the Pied Piper, like that that fairy tale character yeah. who plays a flute, and the little kids follow him around every time he plays the flute. That's we, just throwing you know it in your funny? face. We um, and we as a people, because this is the part I don't like about us people. We, on the one hand, have seen this man. We've seen this man. There's video documented footage of this man. Yes, doing unspeakable acts. To oh, you can say it on this podcast. You can say yeah. it on this podcast. Right, but I'm just saying unspeakable <laughs> acts mm-hmm. to young women. And not only did we not vilify him, we continued his rise to stardom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of that Chocolate Factory now, album. Now, let's go back. We watched four policemen beat up a black man named Rodney King on the side of the road, found out guilty, and we watched it on video footage mm-hmm. and burned L.A. to the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. The fucked up part about it is, and this is why I really, what what really builds my 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 anger towards it all, is because again, we as a people, we devalue our women so much because to those people that support or don't see the big problem with this, they your their argument is always, well, you know what them fast, you know how them fast ass girls are, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and placing some blame on these girls. Mm-hmm. And it and it's and it shows how we hold our women, what kind of regard we hold our women in, which ain't shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right. because if he was pissing on little boys, we wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about him right now. Right. Mm. He wouldn't. I don't give a fuck how good of a fucking musician he would have been. He could have been a one man band and sang every fucking part. Probably no. be in prison. We, 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 he would be in prison right Under now. Under the prison. Mm-hmm. Under the prison, a pariah. We, you know what I mean? We, we, we would go to, to, the, to the four corners of the world and back to do everything we could to make sure this person did not exist. You know what I mean? Outside of killing this person. Seriously. Right. But, but it's okay because he's pissing on little girls. So like, nah, fuck, fuck R. Kelly and anybody down with him. That's mm. how I feel. Word. Yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely right. And not you know what to I mean? We grew up on rape culture. Right. So like yeah. when, we did. when at some point do you mm. you know what I mean? Like I grew up in that culture too, but mm. I ain't raping nobody. Right. Thought of it bothers me. You know what I mean? Bill Cosby. Yep. Do I believe that Bill Cosby did it? Now I do. Mm-hmm. Do I also believe that the powers that be kept us in their pocket until he made a power play to try and buy NBC? Absolutely. I did indicate that. Absolutely. I did indicate that the conspiracy theorist in me does speak. And I, I listened to you at Victor's Corner last week. Mm-hmm. Let me, all right, I gotta, I have to like, I, clear, I gotta clear my name. But I, yeah. do. I gotta clear my name up. Okay. Because you tried to bury me last week. I didn't try to bury you. You tried to bury me. I was being as respectful as I possible. I said, you respectfully tried to bury me. <laughs> I go on. So, like, my thing was going back to the part, you know, the infamous pound cake speech. Yeah. My thing was of how he would, when he was saying, okay, yeah, the pound, him, you know, saying about how the kid got killed for pound cake, mm-hmm. over pound cake and stuff, and how he was like defending that, basically saying like serves him right for being killed. Yeah. No, fuck him for that. Yeah. My thing of how I saying like it's just a generational thing was when, it's just simply when he talked about, oh, you're, you guys are wearing your pants down. Mm-hmm. You're, 
listening to this and this and that and that. Yeah. Those little tidbits, that's when I was just saying, I'm not going to pay attention to that because it's just a generational thing. Okay. That's what I initially meant. Yeah. Oh, no, Bill's always that, been like this. Yeah. Bill's always been like that's this. That's what yeah. I was Bill initially Bill has always been like this. Yeah. So, like, there's a part of me that 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 feel, that's in my feelings about him falling. Right. But there's also a part of me that was like, nigga, you was very self-righteous. Right. Yeah. You were very self-righteous for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of my life, you have been very, what we ain't doing right and what we should be doing. Mm. So like, yeah, like y- y- your chickens have come home to roost. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, there's a strong side of me that, because my thing is like, now, 2018, and don't get me wrong, you know, there shouldn't be a statute of limitations on it, but like, all these women had beef. Nobody spoke up until now. Nobody. Right. Nobody was in their families until this, until you saw this dude making a play for NBC. No. Meanwhile, Weinstein ain't ain't they even got a court date for Weinstein. Right. Not yet. They ain't got a court. Matt Lauer, NBC, cleared shit with Matt Lauer. Like you, you feel me? You, so like, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying. This, this, it's not as far fetched as it sounds. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? I, there's some conspiracy theories that make me raise an eyebrow and there's some way I wipe my ass with. But that's one of them where I'm like, man, I don't know. And what's fucked up about, what's really fucked up about it for the victims is that in some of these trials, there have been some that were out strictly for monetary gain. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, and that fucks it up for the actual victims. Mm-hmm. It allow it gives it actually en- enables the predator. It enables the predator because now it's a you, you see they got these women do it to me all the time. They're just trying to get money, and it makes it makes that case so much stronger for them, and it allows them to, to be you know stay predators. So it's like you know there's so many people in five that's fucked up with that. Not just Bill, mm-hmm. not just Bill, but I hold Bill accountable too because like. Yeah, Bill Cosby, son, you didn't need it. And I was talking about this with somebody, and they brought up an interesting point that, and and not in, not in excusing it, just kind of bringing up the point that it may not have been a sexual assault in the thing of this is the only way I can take it, but this is my fetish. Mm. You know what I mean? And I didn't think of it from that. It was like it's creepy. It but, is, but a lot of fetishes are creepy. The yeah. word fetish sounds creepy. It's a creepy word. It's a creepy word. But you know what I mean? And I, again, I'm not saying to condone it, not at all. But it may be just what he likes. It's what gets him up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's screwy, but but uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, man, you assaulted these women, man. You just it is what it is. You really did just make a you point saying to... that the word fetish does sound creepy. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. But yeah. he, he's guilty and it's it is what it is. Like I I lost a comedian friend. In the beginning of it all, because I didn't go right to guilty with it, because right. it, you know, what I mean, it was just the accusations, and she ran with the accusations, and I didn't. And she was like, "Oh, well, you're a rapist." Really? You just made that connection just like that? Mm. All right. And unfriended me, so that was cool. That's the, that's the only time I've ever been unfriended ever in social media. Wow. Well, because you know, what I mean, because I don't really attack people. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't do. I don't put much. Con- I, more content. <laughs> Maybe if I put more content, <laughs> I'll probably get blocked some more. <laughs> I, I, no, you say that. If you get blocked, that means you're doing something right. Okay. Because you're blocked. Because 
Yeah, then, then I'm then, then I'm really doing shitty right now. <laughs> 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 I never get well, you got well. I I, I listened to some past episodes of the, um, the F Your podcast podcast. Yeah, that's that's yo the Tyrese thing yeah, had yeah. me like I'm I'm listening to it last night at work. We're gonna we're gonna overnight. My clients are sleeping, and I'm like holding back. Like, Tyrese bothered me that day too. Like here's the thing. Here's the, like I said. The premise of our show is we talk shit about a bunch of shit. That is pretty much the premise. But the underlying premise, as I'm learning, is EJ likes to just get me on rants. EJ likes to get my blood up and then take me off the leash and just let me go. And he, he just he gets off on this shit. He gets a perverse pleasure in this shit. And that day was one of the days. And it was the whole thing about Tyrese and uh, uh, crying about the whole child support issue. Yeah. And I, yo, we laughed our ass off on that. That shit was comedy to me, <laughs> straight fucking comedy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people was like, oh, and 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 so did the internet. So did the internet. Yeah. Somebody, you know what I mean? Somebody, right. yep. somebody put the, because if you listen to it, we plucked it from what we was listening to. Somebody put an R and B track behind it and shit. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like an interlude to an R and B. So like, it's, man, like comedy gold. Like, oh, fuck yeah. you, comedy gold. Mm-hmm. And then all the supporters come and leave that man alone. He's going through it like fuck you. I know what it's like. Mm-hmm. I've been through a custody battle, mm-hmm. and I ain't Tyrese, right? You know what I mean? We ain't even in the same tax bracket. We're nowhere near the same tax bracket. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So what, what you're trying to squeeze out of me to, for child support is blood from a fucking rock. Yeah. You got money, nigga. Yeah, you got a Starbucks yeah. in his backyard. Right. You got Starbucks. You feel me? Yeah. You got Starbucks in your back. Get off the f- So yeah, I'm cry- I'm laughing at your fucking pain. <laughs> but more importantly, I'm laughing at your pain because you 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 as soon as you hit the record button, mm-hmm. all bets are off. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'll be honest with you. I fell apart much to this much the same way. Mm-hmm. I had a very nasty custody battle with my oldest son and his, over my oldest son with his mother. Mm-hmm. Very nasty. It lasted over a year and a half. I lost a lot of money. Money I didn't have any fucking way. And at a time where I was hurt, I was on workman's comp, and I had to learn to walk again. So I could. There wasn't even under the table options for me to do. Mm-hmm. I was scraping and like I wasn't making no money. I was right. hustling. I was hustling just to pay bills. I wasn't hustling to floss. I was hustling to pay pay bills and get child support off my back. Mm-hmm. And there was times where it was ugly. Was she? You know what I mean? Like I don't want to get on. Cause we're in a good place, so like, yeah. but it was ugly. It was, it was ugly, mm-hmm. and I would go home and I yeah, I would break down like that, man, like bad blubbering, like, well, I never hit the record button. Mm-hmm. It's not your business. It's not any of our business. And once you make it our business, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to take it. You got to take it how it comes. Yeah, you got to take it how it comes, and we're coming. Yep, and yep. you know what I mean. I, I put his fa- I put his face on mine on a Snapchat just for like. What for comedic purposes, <laughs> right? Because to me, the the part that I don't dig is you made it an I statement. Mm-hmm. You made this big I statement about whatever it is. Because I'm laughing too hard to really even understand what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing too hard and you're crying too hard. So, <laughs> so I, I don't really know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? But in in this, what you did because of that I statement, what you didn't do was think about your child. Mm. Your child has to grow up with this legacy behind them. Yeah. Not legacy, but this 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 fucking reminder. Yeah. Yeah. That daddy lost her shit mm-hmm. and put it on for the world to see. You could have lost your shit right in this right in your Starbucks. You could have walked across <laughs> the fucking yard, went in your Starbucks, and cried to your barista. 
right? You could have did that, but no. You want to do all that, and then days later, yeah, just waiting on this Will Smith money to come. Oh, yeah. Word? First off, word. There was one one thing too. He asked Will and Jada for money. Right. They basically just said, "We'll get back to you on that," and never saw a dime. And my thing, we're not supposed to know that. That mm-hmm. shit, we ain't supposed to know. You want if you want us to lay off your ass. Don't put it all on social media. Like this is day one shit. This is one on one social media shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could they can only scrutinize what you put out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So whatever you put out there, put out there with the fact that what what may come back, excuse me, may not be what you like. Mm-hmm. It may not be something you. So you gotta be you, you gotta you gotta pick your moments, and you fucked up. Mm-hmm. And and it was it was uh we was beating up fathers that day. Cause Lonzo Ball's name came up too, so I think I think I did I, heard I, think that. I did Lonzo first. What? Yeah. Oh man. Either way, it went. Either they way. both got it. Yeah. By the time I started talking about that, I was mad at all fathers. <laughs> they were just like, "Fuck this dude." <laughs> dude no, I'm my thing was like Lonzo Ball was doing what any father should do. He was bigging up his son. I statement. But to, I statements to a certain extent. I statements. And he did, and I agree with y'all saying he made it. More about him. Up and mm-hmm. up until the first day that his son played ball for the LA Lakers, I understood yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I understood it. You are trying to get this kid, get his dollars up, get his, get, got it. Once he, once he got on the NBA floor, all attention shifted towards him. You put a target on his back. You put he one hell, one hell of a target on his back by doing that. Mm-hmm. But I got it. I didn't agree with it, but I understood it. Now, I'm thinking, because I, I, I operate under common sense, mm. that now that the, the NBA season has started, that we will be able to focus our attention on the product at hand. Mm-hmm. But no. Right. You want to run your he mouth, and you like, want to go here. And fuck media, because media, media enabled it. Mm-hmm. He was on every, every fucking show you can name. He was on Raw. Right. Yeah, he was. Right, he was on right, Raw. Right. He, he, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... And meanwhile, these kids got to deal with these targets that you built. And you ain't in this. You ain't shooting in the gym. You might be at the gym, but you ain't shooting in the gym. And these kids are, like, you're putting all their eggs in that basket. And I got the understanding that you want these kids to become professional athletes. Right. That's 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 what you put it on. I, I still I still am under the impression that you are living vicariously through them. Oh yeah, definitely. He no, didn't yeah. you right. There is no documented evidence. There's nobody coming forth saying you was the man. There's nobody from your hood signing off on you, co-signing that you was the man in any sport. Mm. This is all in your own mind. <clears throat> and as such, you have put these kids in a position to fail, to be quite honest. Maybe not. Maybe not. What's the one that's in the league? What's his name? Lonzo. Lonzo. I'm sorry. What's the father? The father. Lavar. Lavar. Yeah. Excuse me. Lonzo. You. Um. You put a target on Lonzo's back, yeah. but I think he'll be all right. Like he's kind of, you know what I mean. But these other two, who don't through the experts, through the experts, not through hating, through the mm. experts, don't have the tools that this kid has. This kid is exceptional. They probably could have acquired. In college, and to me, I don't. That's what I didn't like. You took him out of college, 
because you really put all these eggs in the basket. And to me, the father that I am, okay. my son's gonna go is gonna do the college route because you're going to have a plan B. Mm-hmm. Because let's let's buy into his premise. Let's buy into into Lavar's premise in that all three of these are the greatest next three greatest basketball players the history of the sport will ever see. Mm-hmm. One bad roll of the ankle, that's a wrap. That's yeah. One torn ACL, that's a wrap. One blown knee, that's a wrap. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you you you're setting them up to fail. You're not giving them no plan B. You're doing this without a net, and I don't think that's fair. I don't think. Just parent to parent. I don't think it's good parenting. No, I feel you know what I mean? And with the whole China incident, you when 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 uh Laquisha or whatever the uh, kid's name is. <laughs> uh they all begin with L. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's all I can tell is, you. When he when he had his press conference and he made a general apology. Mm-hmm. Sorry to everyone involved. And that was perfect. To me, that was perfect. And I was like, for once, the father did something right. And then the father goes on talking about, I ain't apologizing for shit. Now, to me, for for this shot caller that you are and that you got these kids on the thumb and you oversee everything they do, it, it didn't make sense to me that you had the kids make this statement and then you made this statement. Mm. They don't match up. Yep. To me, if you know what I mean? If you're, if you're steering this ship, everybody's going towards the same destination. Mm-hmm. So whatever whatever falls out my son's mouth is going to be echoed by me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be co-signed by me. And your awesome, well, my son apologized, but I ain't fucking apologizing mm-hmm. to, to to this nigga, which was asking on itself because you are both the same nigga. Right. Neither one of you arrogant motherfuckers are going to apologize for shit. You know what I mean? And now while I got what he was saying as far as like, I'm not going to kiss your ass with an apology. You're absolutely right. I'm not going to kiss your ass with an apology. However, and I've said this on my podcast too, if this nigga was responsible for 3% of the 100% it took to get these kids out of this problem, yeah, you're going to get a 3% apology. Mm-hmm. You're going to get some sort of recognition. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's a small footnote. It's going to match the energy you put into it. You understand what I'm saying? Right. I'm not going to go overboard and, oh my God, he's the greatest. Where's my MAGA hat? Nope. Thank those, those uh, good folks you know, back home in the U.S. government that was able to... That's about as good as you're getting. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to not he say nothing name. at all. And, but that's me. That's me. That's the type of person I am. Somebody had something... Even if I don't get along with you, if you had something to do with some sort of progress and some milestone in my life, you helped me get through, thank you. That's it. Just a... Just a I was raised to say thank you, so... So that's how I feel about fathers, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not all. Just them two. <laughs> just them two. I mean, I sat, but yeah, listen to that. I sat back laughing. Y'all, re- those who listening and watching, y'all really need to subscribe to F Your Podcast because yeah. that shit had me dying. And F Your Podcast is what you call it in front of your family. It's actually called Fuck Your Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually called Fuck I, Your I, Podcast. I got some we I got put some F- F- FYP on it, but yeah, we call it F Your Podcast. It's for general concerns, but. It is if you listen to the podcast, we say fuck your podcast. You know what I mean? So like and it's um the podcast is it's on a high hiatus right now and it's just just life. Life kinda just stymied us for a minute, but oh, yeah. we'll get to b- b- back on things. But the way fuck your podcast works to it, it has a um we have a lot of notes to hip hop in it. It has yeah. a um A side and a B side, mm-hmm. like vinyl. Um we have original beats, we have original um, intro music in the mm. beginning. Shout out to Crazy Beats, 18 DJs. Um, 
And um, you know, we uh, we it, it, it comes from it it, it it comes from the heart of it is hip hop, right? You know what I mean at its base, and and and, and I think a lot of my rants come from that place and it's just a lot of in your face and unapologetic and just like the, the the term fuck your podcast came from just not wanting to follow the standard rules of a podcast or what or, or what they say it takes to have a successful podcast mm-hmm. you know what I mean we just wanted to do the opposite of that shit and just as a way to say fuck you and your podcast but we don't like we don't dislike anybody so it's, we don't want to seem like it's like it's fuck your podcast it's just no, I can't lie. I did kind of get that feel when you was when um yeah when we exchange information. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, I got a podcast. Too. What's it called? Fuck your podcast, wait." Right, everybody takes that beat. <laughs> okay, <Everybody>, hey, <laughs> right. If, if right, if I'm, and it's funny because anytime I exchange those kind of information with people that have podcasts, they do take a beat. Like, what the fuck are you trying to say? <laughs> hey, it's like, no, that's just the name of it. It's just fuck your podcast. No, you, you, know you clarified that. I was like, yeah, you know yeah. what? That's good. Yeah, uh, it, it like, is. You know it's, yep. I was like, I gotta have If you're on. scrolling through your podcast. <laughs> you gotta have this dude. I was like, right. gotta have that on. If, if, if you're on pod being, scroll through it. It comes up. If you see the FYP, click on it. You know I what I mean? But, yeah, I downloaded it. And it's just, it's fun, man. It's fun. Yeah. We got, you know, this time around, like, we're adding, because both of us kind of went in green. We really didn't know how to operate a podcast, how to record a podcast, how to format a podcast. We kind of just hit the record button and just took the and took the e-break off and just stared into the skid. Yes. And this is fucking, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. fun. Same it's, as it's, you know, Same thing we do. That's why I love this podcast because it's like, with my family, I have like all the nerd stuff that we talked about, like yep. the trailers we was just watching, which we still got to get into. Yes, yes, quick. we definitely got to get into. Yes, like, yes. I had nobody to get into, like nobody to talk to, talk to right. about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like, Tuesdays, I'm like, yo, I'm about to go in on this video game and all that. Because I'd be like, yo, I'm playing God of War. Huh? <laughs> right. And this, no, Empire this, was good last week. But <laughs> what, and, and, as, like, and I didn't start studying podcasts until we joined this thing. Yeah. Now I'm reaching out and listening to other podcasts and stuff. And it's just so cool how the art of conversation has gotten to this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just, it's just an art of conversation, is, man. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point where my wife and I talk about it, uh, talking about it and... We're in the process of putting together a podcast for my wife and her friends. Oh, okay. Dang. You know what I mean? Right and on. it's you know it's it's all women. Mm-hmm. It's all women. It's um it has a um it's called uh, uh menace to sobriety. I like that. And it's it's about uh, it, the premises: women day drinking and talking about the topics over day drinking. Mm-hmm. And my wife is the mediator. She will be the mediator in the podcast, but she's her role is. Bartender. I can mm. literally okay. hear all her. Like I can I like hear that. her friends and her circle is her circle. I love. I love all you guys. Right. So you, right. And if you know her circle of the friends that she hangs yeah. out with, it's fucking perfect. Oh, like it, 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 it writes it itself. Is. They're very. They're ve- they are quintessential black women. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And they're they're um they're intelligent, they're witty, they're insightful, they're emotional. You know what I mean. So we're just. You know, this we're trying to we're trying to give that more structure than like we can't just let that go. We can't just hit record and just let them go. That's gotta we gotta kind of because they're not they're not accustomed to the out of conversation with mics in their face. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've got to put it in a format that kind of allows them to feel a little more relaxed because you know after three minutes of this you forget it's there. Yeah, I do anyway. You know what I mean? Like if we, if you're in, like there's some podcasts where I remember it because it's not that engaging, and there's other podcasts where 
You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. you get engaged in this kind of situation, you forget everything that's around yeah, you. you that, know what I mean? that ha- yeah, that that happens to me. Every week, because I interrupt Victor so much on the regular. <laughs> yeah. Victor wants to punch me at least three times an episode. Oh, maybe more. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I keep the running I, tally in my but head. I just get three is the average. So, yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> so caught up because I'm like, yo, I'm talking yeah. about shit that I like to talk about. Mm-hmm. And that's so me. get the mics and I'm just like, yo, what that's is? me. And he goes, nah, 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 nah. but this happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. The only thing about the only difference is EJ gets off on that shit, so he doesn't mind. Like he's the one that kind of sets the flame. You know what I mean? But. I'm the same yeah, way. Exactly, if I get emo- just, like, I'm the same way. If I if there's something that engages me, yeah, I, I really start getting emotional and yeah. you know, but yeah. And yes, and, and if they do a live podcast, they could do a live podcast at 148. Right, that might be right. Well, she, that, she's 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 the bartender. She's the bartender at 148. Mm. So like, yeah, like, yeah. So like, we've talked about stage setting and everything. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's something you could do Dude. live. Yeah, and and yeah. and book with a bunch of with a women audience. Anyway. Yeah, like shout mm-hmm. shout out to Lady Ruck. She does one now. Right, oh, right, yeah, and she has right, her had ladies lounge, that. and she right. Mm-hmm. But and that's the thing we don't like. So when it comes up, we don't want it to look like another ladies lounge. Right, mm-hmm. like this menace of sobriety's got to read like menace of sobriety. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's there's certain you know it's more structured as far as um, things topics that will always be talked about. Right, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. We got a couple of things on FBA podcast where we have uh, the che- excuse me the cheese grater award. And the cheese grater award goes out to uh, people who um, we feel um, rise in the face of adversity, who show a quiet cool mm. and rise to the equation, uh, the, the occasion in, in, in face of uh, adversity. You know what I mean? And the cheese grater award came about because EJ's grandfather. Um, was the story that EJ tells us about his him and his he's at his grandparents' house, mm. and his he's from the south, right? And his grandmother says to his grandfather, "Next time you're in town, next time I go out to town, remind me to buy a cheese grater." Mm. And his grandfather, without saying anything, got up and walked away and went in the garage and came back 20 minutes later with a made with a handmade cheese grater. That's episode one. Like we talk about that in episode one, and, and we was just the rest of us was so amazed by it that we just kind of just hopped on that one. Was just it became, you know, a statement about how generations have changed. Yeah, and how mm-hmm. like you know what I mean we, you know, how even me at forty seven, I didn't have that ingenuity. I didn't have that pluck. I didn't have that that. That switch that goes, oh, I make you a fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah, we definitely don't have and, us. And, us millennials don't. Right. I don't like to consider right, myself a millennial, right, but, but, but I was born in and that, and, and, I'm, in I'm, our first podcast, that was our whole thing because millennials don't even think like this. No, you know what I mean. So, the Cheese Grater Award, it's it it was a um, fictitious award until he went back home to his grandparents and found a cheese grater. The so exact, now we got the prop. Nice. So now, like you know, what I mean, the exact cheese grater. Cheese grater? Awards, the exact cheese grater. Yep. Damn. Yep. The exact cheese grater. I, I, I'll send. I'll, I'll, I'll send you in. Uh, inbox you the, the picture. Do it. But um, yeah. And now it's um, cause you know most most um, awards are attached to a person now. So like it's it's the it's the Marshawn Lynch cheese grater award, cause Marshawn Lynch is our favorite person, cause he's just so fucking out there and he's unapologetic and like. I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get <laughs> fucking fined, dude. And he don't, and you know what I mean? And he's so, he's so, you know, 
Everybody looks at him as this loud, boisterous Oakland nigga, and he's so much more. If you if you if you can just sit there and just read this dude for what he is, and not just listen to all the boisterous shit and really dig deeper into this shit, like the way the way he sends his fuck yous are so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's just mad like, like, like uh, what was it? Okay, there was this show that I used to watch on FX called The League. Yeah, it was yep. basically like the fantasy football league. Yeah, the fantasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, of course, everybody remembers when the Patriots won mm. because. Russell Wilson wanted to be the great light hope. Right. And right. throw the ball. Right. Instead of what they should have just did was handed it off to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, because the per- cause Marshawn Lynch was the person that got him to the half yard line. Exactly. Down before. Exactly. Whatever. But and then so they were advertising the following season. They was just like, yo, pass me the ball. No, I could just no pass pass me the beer. No, I could just hand it to you. No, throw it to me. Pass me the beer. Pass- no, just hand it to me. Hand right. it to me. It's the right, right thing. He throws the ball anyway, and then it, the beer gets intercepted, and then Marshawn Lynch is sitting there in the beach chair like, should have just hit him the beer. <laughs> like, mad nonchalant. And I'm but the like, coolest shit, like, like Marshawn Lynch became our dude when he, when he sat, when they, would, when they, did the, when they had the um, game in Mexico, and he yeah. sat for the American anthem, and he stood for the Mexican anthem. Oh, wow. Gosh. And when they asked him about it, he said, man, I got a bunch of Mexican homies back in the hood. Those are my niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with them. I ain't cool with yo. And that was it. He's been out doing it ever since. And, you know, of course, he don't know us, but that's our guy. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> it'll award. I it. like that. That's yes, I like that. So, yeah, those, um, those three trailers that we watched. Yes. Yeah, man. Before Black Clansmen. Listen, man, Jordan Peele and Spike Lee is the dopest collab since J and M. Like, mm. whoa, that shit's going to be crazy. Jordan Peele and what he did with Get Out has already established him. We know that what, he's, dudes, cap- what he's capable of. Right. Exactly. Yep. To go along with that, with that, with that, set that, that underhanded sense of humor that Spike Lee has. Because mm-hmm. he brings it in such a way. Yeah. He brings it in such a fashion. You know what I mean? That to, to, the, to the untrained eye, it's looked upon as malicious. It's looked upon as, oh my, can't, I, can't, I can't believe it. And otherwise, like, what, uh, what's the, the Chirac? Yes. Fools, fools lost their shit over Chirac. Right. I thought right. the premise was fucking brilliant. That was brilliant. I still have yet to watch. That's I a good movie. Showtime. Well, you know, you understand what's the problem that's going on in, yeah. in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's about that, and it's it's a very um, you know, as as per Spike Lee, very caricature. Mm-hmm. The, the characters are very take on a very caricaturish type, type of situation, yeah. but the the uh, the the plot twist is all the women of these gangsters. That are at, that are having this war, uh, looks like you know what we're cutting motherfuckers off until you give up the guns. Yeah, no peace. Keep shooting. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no peace. No, no pussy. pussy. Yeah. You you did review Son, that. that is yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like comedic, witty, smart. Like come on, how are you hating on that? And folks lost their shit. But meanwhile. Yeah, Halloween comes comes out in. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. You feel me? So I haven't even seen. But Black Klansman, man, that's yeah. one like you know for most part everybody's on the fire stick, so we get yeah. shit when we get shit. But that's one. Those that that's to the movies. 
Yeah. That, that can't be a fire stick of that. That's to the movies. And it's based you know? on a true story, too. And it's based on a true story. Yeah. How about that? That's what's dope. Yeah. yeah. I'm mm-hmm. interested to see it because that, you know, that was John David Washington, the black guy with the fro. Right. Yeah, that's Denzel's son. Right. Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like. Okay. Him and Adam, I would, I would not have thought to see like him and Adam Driver in a movie. Mm-hmm. Him and Ky- like, what's his, what's his name in Baller? Oh, who, who is Ricky Jack? Yeah, Ricky Jarrett and Kylo Ren. Yeah, together. Hmm. Oh, and Rick Foreman as a Klansman. <laughs> David Duke. Son, Topher Grace. That seventies show, man. Yeah. Yo, Topher is underrated. In my opinion, mm. Topher's an underrated cat, man. Lost me with Spider-Man Three. Oh, everyone makes mistakes. That wasn't Topher's fault though. That was yeah. that was just he, he, he that was Topher's fault for accepting a fucked up script. Okay, yeah. how about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lost uh, me, lost me with that. One. Yeah, mm. yeah, but otherwise, like, yeah, I like Topher Grace, man. I like his, I like his style. Yeah. You know? All right, Predator, the new one coming out. Um, not so much over the moon like Black Klansman, but. Based on the trailer, I am interested in, in. It caught my attention because the whole thing about the, with the, how the kid has the mask and how all that, because that's the, that's what's unclear, mm. how that connection gets made from him getting the, the mask and then Predator. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, but it, it's piqued my interest. Yeah, I mean, you it know, can only show you so much. You know that they're not right. gonna make that big mistake with um, Batman versus Superman, where we knew the whole story. Yeah. Right. Before that, the only thing they didn't tell us was they stopped fighting because both their mamas just happened to have the same name. Right. Right. <laughs> that yeah. right. Which was so shitty. Yeah. So anticlimactic. Because <laughs> it because and, and the beef was what thirty seconds. Practically. Yeah. yeah it's a Four short ass beef. I went to the movies. No, Rotten Tomatoes gave it thirty three percent. I call mm. it a thirty three percent orphan fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. And I was just like, you know what? I'm really going to go see this. I'm yep. actually going to because I'm... Yeah, because I, I went to see it. that. Me and my son went to see that. Mm. Me and my son went to see that and I, at the IMAX. Oh, man. And I was like, fuck, you that's what we chose? <laughs> that's what we chose? Yo, I was amped. I was soup on it. I didn't... Mm. Like, you know what I mean? I just... The premise. That's a five just the guys premise, burger right the there. The premise sold, mm-hmm. it sold me, man. I, hook, line, and sinker. And I was like, fuck it. Let's get it. Nah, Let's see, because I'm expecting. You know why I went to IMAX? Because I was expecting the fight of the century. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why not watch a beef between these two motherfuckers? Go out, but what? <laughs> and then you blink. It's like a Tyson fight. You're like, what the? <laughs> what is this? You know what I mean? That, um, you know what? Yeah. That's the. That's probably the best comparison that I admit, that I heard of that. That that movie was a Tyson fight. Right. Yeah. It was. In it, great hype. But, but mm-hmm. and and not even so much an obtrusive fight because nobody got knocked out <laughs> and they stopped. Yeah. Okay, it was May- it was Pacquiao and Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking Mayweather and McGregor. That's what it was. Well, the knock. Yeah, the fuck, May- uh, they just yeah Mayweather and yeah. McGregor was. You mm-hmm. okay? You see, did you watch Mayweather? Mayweather and McGregor on Instagram? Yeah, through, through, right through Trina's Instagram. Right. I yep. I just thought I just thought saw the seventh. I didn't. Yep. I mm-mm. no that that fight yeah. was butt mashing, just. Mm, mm, pressing the same button over and over and over. I can take. I can tell yeah. you, sometimes for an old head like me and yeah. social media, and, and it sometimes ignorance is bliss. Mm. And that was one of them times because I didn't see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I don't know who uh, Chigga is, the, the, the Chinese the Chinese rapper Chigga, White Chigga, Chick Black Chigga, something. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 listen. I had never heard of him. All these little, what's, what's the little white boy that, that, uh, had the guns and shit. He wasn't about shit. Um, Slim Jesus. Slim Jesus. Don't know who he is. Don't know his music. Never heard Slim his music. Jesus. I but heard like some, 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 some of this shit, ignorance is bliss. I, yeah. I, I, I can yeah. say I've never heard any of Bad Baby shit. Like none of like, so sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Cause I, that Takashi 6ix9ine guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing. There you go. Nothing. I don't know, even know what he sounds like. Yeah, I don't just, even know. I only hear him run his mouth. I only hear him talk shit. Just, I have never heard him rap. Never. Yeah, go watch his interview on the Breakfast Club. Try to go through it. Go through three minutes of it without shutting it off. Yeah, it's. I believe that. I, yeah. I believe that. That's my, terrible. My brain just leaked out of my ears. I'm like, right. why am I watching this? Right, right, right. You got mad at yourself. I am wasting yeah. my life with this. This yeah. is three minutes I can't get back. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. like Macho yeah. Man's rap album. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it did. I listened to the whole. I, think I, I have the whole thing. Why? My Why? You spent I, money on that? No, I downloaded it. Um, yeah, no, you ripped that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I previewed it. Thirty seconds of my life, I didn't. Cole Beasley, Cole mm. Beasley's rap. I heard his single because I was. We did that on the podcast. We, 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 you did know you, what I mean? Did you? I've heard worse. Really? I've heard worse. But it, this whole sound, this whole thing to talk about, he's a a rapper that just happens to play football. No, no, you're, no, you're a, a football rapper, player. You're a football player, you're a football player with rich enough to have a studio. Oh, okay. That's what you are. <laughs> but you're not. You stop it. Stop it. You're, you're, you stop it. Just stop it. And as a Cowboys fan, like it really fucking hurts. It's like shut it. We don't. It's a, it's a circus enough. We're He's already a circus. Song. He's already got the song. Right. We're already a circus. Cowboys. Is or, that organization is already a circus. Yep. Don't make it worse. Yep. You know what I mean? You should so. talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 he ain't lying. He knows. Uh, yeah, I just, what, What's the other one? What's the... Oh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Oh, Rami yeah, Malek? Yeah, I think we're all on that. I think we like, all Like, did you... I did not expect R Rami Malek? Yeah. I, from I from Mr. Robot. Yeah. To man, look is that, that much... Is that a leak? To mm. look that much like him. Like Freddie Mercury? I'm not even worried about that. Like, like just he is... He looks like him, but it's one thing to look like him. It's one thing to embody that person. And he is, just based on that trailer, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. he's I the, am looking forward it's to the, that. It's, it's going to be the Ray, the Ray Charles movie of this decade. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. we might be looking at our next Best Actor Oscar winner. I, listen, I, if, 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 if the hype holds up to the trailer, mm -hmm. absolutely. And yeah. I'm interested in seeing like how all of, all of the, the hits that I know came about. Mm -hmm. Exactly, I mean? like, cause I, I okay, I'm young. Yeah, I love Bohemian Rhapsody because of Wayne's World. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember, but he, I didn't know what it was called. Yeah, until but he, until Wayne's World, but I knew the song. Yeah, like I knew the song. You know what I mean? Like that's um, a timeless record. Right, right. I just didn't know what it was. I knew Queen sang it. Yeah, just didn't know the name of the song, but, um. And when it was when I was younger, I knew it just because it was a popular song. Right. Mm -hmm. I appreciated it as I got older and understood music more because it's just a dope fucking song. It has so many different movements and emotions and like what? And I don't I don't fully understand it, mm. but just the, the 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 way I enjoy the ride from start to finish is like like when I first kind of. Appreciated it from a, mus a musical appreciation standpoint. Like, mm. I was tired by the time I was done. Mm. Like it was, it's, it's, it's very. It was, 
It's consuming. Yeah, they it's, said it. They said in the trailer it was like six minutes long. But he's like, yo. But it's not six minutes of boredom. That's the thing. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not six minutes of boredom. It's six minutes of of movements of like I said, movements and emotions and just wow. Like how the fuck did you navigate that and not make it sound like a total train wreck? Because mm. it sounds like like this like you can rip that shit into like three separate songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it all moves as this one cohesive piece and it's like, wow. Like fucking wow. Mm. And and it, it it says a lot because he's got he's got the dumbed down radio shit. We will rock you. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? But then you got this shit and you're like. And he wrote it himself. Right. Wrote it himself. And, and and right, and there's a piece in, in, in the trailer, and I think we can say this without giving anything away, where he's playing that part and he stops it and he says to the man in the booth, This is when the orchestra uh, the orchestra comes in. Yeah. <laughs> and you had it you had to. You like you know they was in it like the what? Yeah. The orchestra. The opera. Yeah. Like nigga, we're a rock band. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But apparently they trusted him and here we are. I'm like that fucking song is amazing, song dude. To this day, like when Wayne's yeah. World come out, came out, the song re-entered the and, charts. And, uh, right, right, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And you, you know, and that's where I got a whole new appreciation for. Yeah, it. and I think mm-hmm. it'll go right back on the charts again when the movie comes when this movie comes out. Right, yep. right. A lot, all of that, all, all of that shit, all of them bangers, all of them oh. bangers will come back out and and get a resurgence. You know what I mean? So yeah. can't wait for Deadpool two to do this weekend. Yeah, Deadpool two this Friday, yep, Friday of May seventeenth. What's the 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 the, the, the do you like the trailers? What the trailers had? Like no, trailers it, you? Um, yeah, because like I know, okay, I know like Cable's the antagonist. First of all, Josh Brolin playing Cable. Cable, mm-hmm. like I was when they first reported, I'm like, I and that's but that's what that. I'm worried about because mm-hmm. Josh Brolin in in um uh. Oh, Avengers? Avengers? No. Okay. Oh. Uh, Jonah, uh, uh, Jonah Hex? Jonah, uh, the Jonah Hex, yeah. Jonah Hex. Yep. Murdered that shit. Mm. I think. I liked it. I, like, yeah. I liked what he did for it. Okay. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, Jonah Hex, I didn't have the comic, but it was in the paper. It was in the funny pages as right. a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I read Spider-Man. I read Jonah Hex in the papers. Yeah, like that. now you did, you I mean? see, did you mm-hmm. see Infinity, Avengers Infinity War? No. Nope, I am slacking on my movies. Okay, mm. I'm, I'm just gonna on my say, movies. well, <clears throat> we reviewed it what two episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Josh Brolin kills it. Okay, ja- they're already talking about Thanos is the greatest villain of all time <laughs> in the and, MCU, or yeah. in movie history. Okay, and not just because of what he can do, but how Josh portrayed the character. Exactly. Okay, yes. no doubt. That's what's up. So he's playing. So Cable is an antagonist again. He's a villain right. again. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's like coming to retrieve a, a mutant who's living this time. I, th- I, I, I don't, something like that. I don't really yeah. know the whole premise. I didn't really, didn't, I really didn't even want it. I got like just enough. There's only one thing I'm pissed off about. Terry Crews is in it, but he's not playing Bishop. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, hmm. he's play. He's playing another vi- another black mutant. Probably dope. I don't know too much about. It. He's a more. Le- he's one of the more lesser known ones. But I've been wanting him to play Bishop, like. Well, I could see that. Man, I could see. Like he would have nailed Bishop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I think my second best is a better train Rampage Jackson. Hmm. I don't know. 
Like I want I want to see him in something different, but like I'm content with him because he he did a good job at B. A. Baracus. Mm. The kid who grew up on AT. Yeah. I'm I'm I ain't got no issue with the way he portrayed B. J. B. A. Baracus. He was he was good. He was mm-hmm. he was you know what I mean. I would like to think that Mr. T like would have liked it too. You know what I mean. But um, Larry, Batista got it. Like they Batista finds good vehicles for him as far as saying in in the. In the in the superhero realm, in the action film realm, mm-hmm. but I don't know if Rampage can make that leap. Mm. I don't know. I, 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 something tells me that it's A team and that's it. You know, it's you know one know thing I, mean? I learned too. Like yeah. a lot of Batista's lines that were in Infinity War, like the goofy stuff that he was done, yeah. was improvised. Oh, really? Wow. And that's saying a lot about Batista. I'm not sure, like, how much of a wrestling fan you are right. or was and all that. Oh he, no, I was. Yeah, I was. I was hot body for a while. <laughs> Yeah. His personality ain't really that. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no, and that, and but that's what that's what has made me enjoy him all the more. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that when when I seen Batista start getting film credits, I'm like, for what? <laughs> like the all them WWE movies, I got it, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But outside of that, like Batista, Batista Rock and John Cena, I fuck with him in movies. Mm. I fuck with him in movies. Mm-hmm. Yo, that I guy, heard Blockers was good. Right, to, I bro, heard Blockers was full of laughs, and he actually was the one to steal the show. When I saw that wow. trailer and I saw John Cena, I was like, "Why not? <laughs> Why fucking not? Why not, John Cena? You know what I mean? Like, that's cool." And John, because I think John Cena is funny. You know what I mean? I think he's got his moments. Like, he's funny to me. Like, like Peyton Manning's funny to me. Mm. Like they, Goofy. They, 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 they know they they don't they don't try too hard. They, they stay right in their lane. If, if, if I can equate them to a singer, they stay in their range. Right. Mm. They don't try to hit them high notes. They don't try to go too wacky or nothing. They stay right in the script and just, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tapping them for no awards. I'm just saying when I see him and lately, what I, the things that I see him, am I go, yep, I get it. Oh yeah, because that, that, you know what, what, what was that? That Amy Schumer movie when he was in the, when he, that was actually a funny scene. He had like a sex scene in with Amy Schumer. Oh, train wreck. Train wreck. That train was wreck. It. Yeah. That's one with LeBron he, in it too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when he climaxed, he just yells triple fudge ice cream. And I'm like, that was funny. Right. Because it's John Cena. Right. It was funny because it's John Cena. That's the thing with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning gets it off just because he sells it. Whatever he's selling, he sells it as Peyton Manning. Yeah. And it just seems to fucking work. Nationwide. You know what I mean? All of it, man. All of it just seems to fucking work. Like, just uh, the ESPN commercials. When he's walking through and they're taking a toy ESPN and him and Eli's in the back fucking with each other and it follows him like cut the shit. And then he kicks him in the ass on the low and shit. Like just he picks and chooses his shit and it just works for me. I don't know. Alright, what's we got? Damn, it's seven fifty seven. We still gotta do question of the week. Yeah, let's oh, do hold that. On. Let me all right. Damn. What's the question of the week, Carl? Well, I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to last week. I'm so okay. Last week's question of the week was, who was your favorite film athlete? Mm-hmm. Okay, now, I said Earl Meggett from The Longest Yard. Okay, and I meant to answer that too. I, I don't know how I got caught up with something. I think somebody called my phone, and then the bong resin just took over, and I just forgot. Um, favorite film athlete of all time. And it can't be based on a true true story. No, it's got to be fictitious. It's got to be fictitious. That's what I, that's yeah. what I Another one is Ad- Adonis Creed. That's what I figured. Yeah. No disrespect to Rocky, but I was able to relate to Adonis um, one. Hmm. Uh, 
Moses Guthrie. Now, this is me dating myself, guys. All right. yeah. Low-dated film called Fish That Save Pittsburgh. Okay. Moses Guthrie is played by Dr. J. Mm. Now, the premise of the story is, is this flailing pro team mm-hmm. that sucks, and they re- they're called the Pittsburgh Pisces, the Pittsburgh Pythons. Mm-hmm. Right. They get revamped because they have an open tryout. And some, some astrologist comes and tells them, that their team would win the championship if they if they if they get a team full of Pisces. So they do an open tryouts for all these Pisces and they get these cast of characters and they keep the one player from the team who is actually played by Dr. J, yeah. which is Moses Guthrie. Yeah. Does he do a great job of acting? Not at all. Is it a great film? Not at all. I was a great big Dr. J fan and it was just cool to see Dr. J on the film. I know it's a shitty reason. But I, it's one of my favorite. It's one of them favorite shitty movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It has a list of them. Um, <laughs> um, I'm surprised nobody said Jesus Shuttlesworth, played by Ray. It was all right, but it was it was. He got game was cool, but it's mm-hmm. not like it's just cool to say Jesus Shuttlesworth. That's why I think most people choose that shit. Yeah. It's just cool to say. You know what I mean? Right. But like um like if if we want to talk about content. Favorite film athlete of all time? Um, Dennis Haysbert. Mm. Pedro Serrano. Major League. Okay. Okay. Major League, okay. I remember, I vaguely remember that movie. Okay, Charlie Sheen was in it Stick up for you, Jobo. He prays prays to this little, little tiki statue. Yeah. Feeds him rum and cigars and shit, and he in the whole little subplot he's he's got conflict with one of the other one of the pitchers on the team because he's a devout Christian, so they're going back and forth, and he's having a slump, and they're independent, and they need a hit from him, and he's walking up to the plate, and he goes, Jobu, I stick up for you, I fight for you, and I don't hit no balls. This time if you don't help me out, Jobu, I say fuck you, Jobu, I do it myself. Fucking <laughs> one of them sound bites just stays in my head. Well, yeah. fucking Pedro Serrano, man, Dennis Haysbert, fucking um, an insurance dude with a deep voice. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. him. Pedro yeah. Serrano, yep. Yeah, Pedro um, Serrano is one of my favorite film athletes. Yeah. So you said, uh, oh yeah, Randy the Ram Robinson in the Wrestler. Oh, Mickey yeah. Rourke. Mickey Rourke's performance. Oh, oh yeah, but Mickey Rourke. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Did you oh, like that man. movie? It was interesting. It was yeah. it, no, cause, nah, man, because it, it it deals with the dick, darker side of that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Know who made me think of? Uh Jake the Snake. Yeah. Yes. It absolutely. made me think of Jake the Snake. It nailed it right out of box. It married Jake the Snake because his fall from grace was public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we watched, like because I was still avid WWE at the time, WWF right. at the time, and so it was like, yeah, man, it was yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah I am mad at that's a I'm, that's a good. You know what? I never made that comparison until then. I thought it was just a, like a great story, but it really mirrors Jake the Snake. It, it does. does. Like hard yeah. body. And, and 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 not just and, and now knowing what we know now and yeah. the way that these lower tiers work, mm-hmm. like TNA, mm-hmm. and 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 and, and uh, uh, Ring of Honor. Yep. You know what I mean? It where these guys aren't they're too old to be with the WWE, so they start. Yeah, you know they what start I mean? declining. Farm teams and 
and just the it's indies, all yeah. they know. They don't know no mm-hmm. other way to make a buck. And so it's just like it was a darker side to it, man. It was just it was an interesting movie, man. It was a it wasn't what I expected when I watched it. Yeah. But when I was done, I wasn't I had no regrets. No, my girl like, hated it simply because of the end. He just jumps <laughs> off the top rope. And that was this. She's like, did he die? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of live? Honest. Right. It married the Sopranos uh, ending. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're like, you're just kind of like, and yeah, she just like, she sat, watched the whole movie, was really into it until then. And she just completely shut shit on the whole movie. Right. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, listen. yo, that movie was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. So let me see. Um, AWOL from a guest on the show. Yep. He said, Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, nah, nah. He says, probably Rocky. And the homie from Rookie of the Year. Okay. Um, Thomas, Thomas Ian Nichols. Mm-hmm. And on our Instagram, um, shout out to the shout out to his other pod, this wrestling podcast, uh, the Jabba Tears podcast. Have mm-hmm. you did you listen to them? Yeah, I saw one of those. They got videos. a dope setup where it's like they talk all wrestling, but it's set up like like ESPN first take or undisputed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they just debate, yep. got a mediator and everything. It was very yo, oh, that's interesting. Dope. Shout outs to them, though. Yeah. We was talking mm-hmm. about them. We're going to be collaborating real soon. That's mm-hmm. So he said, um, Booby Miles or Willie Beeman. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say Willie Beeman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. Um, Jessica Cushion says Dottie Henson from A League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And John Aponic, our supervillain, he. We call him super villain because like he hate we're Marvel fans. Yeah. He hates Marvel. Is is does he hate Marvel or is he DC? He's strictly DC. Okay. Yeah, he's strictly DC, but like he makes excuses and <sighs> claims that those movies are amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DC misses more than the hits. Yeah. I, do. And don't get me wrong, I love DC, man, but man. Y'all, y'all miss more than you hit. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. It took you eight tries to get Batman right. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Because I grew up, I grew up yeah. with Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, all that shit came. Yeah. And even then, like, the, the cinematography was dope. Mm-hmm. Right. But the story itself and... In, in other words, the Joe Schumacher films? Yeah. With mm-hmm. Batman Forever with Val Kilmer and then George Clooney, which was... What, I ain't probably yeah, say George Clooney was. Yeah. I, I still know if Schumacher did the first one. I don't think Schumacher did the no, first one. No, the first two were two. The first two, the Michael Keaton ones were Tim Burton. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Those were. I still say. I still say Keaton was Batman. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Like Keaton over Kilmer and them dudes, man, yeah. all mm. day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it still was. It was still like the bat. The, 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 the original one, the Tim Burton one, reminded me of the '60s version. Mm. It had its parallels. Yeah. It was kind of wonky on that respect. You know mm. what I mean? But like, Heath Ledger, fuck you, Jack Nicholson. That's Joker. Damn. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. And that's Whoa, a debate. Man. That's a debate. And I noticed and that's, a, be. that's a and generational. Be. Yeah. That's a generational thing. And shout outs to Reagan from Rock Hogan's uh, com- yep. my comic book uh, comic book plug. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, but it's it's cool to say that, but it's like there's still. There's still two different Jokers. They were portraying two different Jokers from two different stories. Just okay. that we got two. We got. I'll defer to that because my lack of knowledge. I'll defer yeah. to that. But we got mm. with Jack Nicholson. We just got the villain mm-hmm. Joker, yeah. right? You know, crime boss Joker. Whereas like this with Heath Ledger, we had post 
terrorist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, joker. You got a mm-hmm. deeper Joker, man. Yeah. You got a deeper. You, to me, I say Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger because Heath Ledger, that Joker embodies what I believe the writers of DC meant for the, who, who, who the Joker is. Mm-hmm. To me, that would... Jack Nicholson is the caricature. It's mm. it's the it's the more hanky, yeah. it's the more yeah. you know what I mean? Where don't get me wrong, he had Heath Ledger had the cackle, but he didn't lean on it. Mm-hmm. It was more of a crutch, it was more yeah. like of a catchphrase with with, with, with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Heath Ledger just fucked, man. Mm. That he, he became the joke. He became it was every bit as dark for for that Joker as it was for that Batman. They made right. Batman darker. Batman was more anti. Batman now is more anti-hero, like he's supposed to be. Right. Like he was, you know what I mean. And them Joel Schumacher and, and, and Tim Burton ones, he wasn't. It was strictly hero. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean. And at at best, when they played his little dark side, was his his love of his on again, off again love affair with Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And even that was just they touched on it, so it wasn't even much. But now, like they get, it, it's more. Character development. The character development is so much better. So oh, much yeah. better. You know what I mean? The whole um, Legion of Sh- the, uh, League of Shadows and all that. Mm-hmm. Like all, like, to me, it all comes together and it just makes for a more cohesive film uh, film series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. But so, definitely Heath Ledger over Jack Nelson. Yeah, day. so John, pa- mm-hmm. John Aponic says, Coach is the same thing, Misty Miyagi from The Karate Kid. Mm. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that's a film athlete, but I'll give it to Coach. I'll give it a nod. All right, so this week's this week's question of the yep. week that I literally just thought of right now, since we got a comedian on our hands, all-time favorite comedy special? Sitcom or comedy special? Stand-up. Stand-up special. All-time favorite stand-up special. If y'all want to weigh in, feel free. You got to give me a minute with that, because I've seen a few. Um, I got... Either well, it's a tie. Chris Rock, Bring the Pain, and Bigger and Blacker. Bigger, Bigger and Blacker was my Bible. Mm. That was my Bible. Like I'm not I, mad at either one of you. I'm yeah. not mad at either one of you. It ranks high. I don't know if it's my best, but it ranks high. Yeah. Fucking ranks high. Cause mm. uh, Bring Bring the Pain was that. That's the one with um. I ain't saying I agree with OJ, but I understand. Yeah, but I yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. That was Chris Rock. That was Chris Rock tired of hearing. Where he stood, in the on on the on the tears of mm. black comics. Yeah. To me, that was on some fuck yous. I'm funny, and I'm gonna show you how funny I am. Mm. I'm not just I'm not just a token black dude on SNL. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. he put his fucking foot in that that man. The tall man. salad man. Yeah. Like, whoa, <laughs> like fucking whoa. Seriously, that is um that's up there. Um. Um. Dave Chappelle killing him softly is up there with one of me too. One of mine. That was a good one. It was that just was like that is, that was like his that coming out party. That to, was to, like it was. It was. That was to the point. Like I was. I commit. This is why I say as a compliment to that special. My grandmother, who's been a pastor for sure sixty years, so she loves that special. Right. Uncut and all. Wow. Right. <laughs> Like she loves it, and it's got because mm. it, it's got everything, man. It's got it's got its insightfulness, it's got its wit, it's got its 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 bathroom humor. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. It, it's Chappelle. It's 
it's and Chappelle. It's Chappelle. It's so Chappelle, and it's so dope to watch. And it's um, it's one of my favorites. Um, I still gotta watch that all time. Mm. I'm. It's it's gonna be a rich. It's gonna be rich, and it's just because it's just he's the goat. He's yeah, the man. Because he's he just he he touched so much shit is relevant to this day. Mm-hmm. And, and and like I like I said earlier in the show, when you go when you know how much of it that I know, and then you watch other comedians do shit that's relative to his shit, you it, it reminds you the impact, and it just like he was so far ahead of his fucking time. Like, yeah. what the fuck? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, s- live on Sunset Strip or live in concert? It's gonna Mud be one of those bone. two. Mud okay. Bone. Because Mudbone has a lot to do with it. Mm. Mudbone has a lot to do with it. But it, um, all right, how about this? You've seen Kings of Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Rex High as well. Um, But uh, said the entertainer, and he makes a little comment uh, uh, seats four and five, player, four and five. five. Mm. Let's go back to Live on the Sunset Strip. All right. So he gets out there. Going through his shit, and he's talking about his black people, white people shit, and he's like, "Yeah, white folks showed up here early. Just that, uh, that is that in the third. Um, he goes, "I love the look on white people's faces when they come back from the bathroom and find out niggas done took their seat." <laughs> <laughs> and and they were like, "No, we were sitting right here, right? You know what I mean? So it's like it's not four and five, but just to make my point, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it still came it, back. It still, it still comes back. back. It's still from." This fucking big pot of comedy gumbo that just fucking genius made. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. And everybody just took their little pieces from it and built themselves. We all, every black comedian that says they ain't got a piece of rich in them is a fucking liar. Mm. A goddamn liar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hands down. Um, but he did. He was, you know, he spawned that whole dynamic of black and white relations. It's at a point now where I, as a comic, when I decided to make the leap, I made sure that that wasn't going to be my thing, because it's done to death now. Mm-hmm. Right? To me, I look at stuff like BET Comedy Jam and stuff like that, and that's all it is. There's a bunch of black people do it like this, and white people do it like that, and it, and it, and it cheapens black comics. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's some really intelligent black comics out there. That I'm going to give a couple of names you guys should look up. Sam J. Langston Kerman, Jasper Red, these are Hannibal Burris. Yeah, they're they're smart comics. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not step and fetch comics. They're not mm-hmm. jigaboo comics. And I'm not trying to downplay nobody on that shit. But to me, it's 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 easy. Mm-hmm. It's the easy way out. You know what I mean? I want I want a thought provoking comic. I want I like them. I like comics that. Make me laugh t- ten seconds after, and laugh hard. You know what I mean. But like, that's that's what I'm saying. So definitely, I'm, if I have to pick between the two, I would say live on a sunset strip because that was it was I think it was his magnum opus. It was where he was really in his shit. He he t- uh, he talked because he talks about being burnt up because he had got burnt up before then. Yeah, that whole thing with that. So all that comes into play, all of that, and it's just a fucking ride, man. It's one hell of a ride, and he talks about the illest shit. He talks about shit that you know he was high when he came up with. Yeah, and he not- talks about insightful shit. He talks about off the wall shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? He talks uh, talks about um, uh, you know the um, 
the uh, the two Malmutes that he had, the two dogs that he had. Malmutes, a pretty pretty big breed. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about uh, going across, you know, thinking about fucking a dog across the way. And it's this conversation that the two Malmutes are just having. You know what I mean? And like a, a conversation between fucking Malmutes. You know what I mean? It's, it's a high ass fucking concept, but funny as fuck as he lays it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Um, you know, like it just and his his cadence, his delivery, his his. I am a fan of shit talkers. You can talk shit, man. I listen to you talk shit, even if you're full of shit. I just like the art of shit talking. And he can talk that shit, man. You know what I mean? The way he he um his early workings, I became a fan of because he painted the landscape. He painted the urban landscape. He painted the black landscape. Right. He he brought you into his neighborhood, and you met his characters. Because it, 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 while Mudbone was a developed character, there were characters that were placed in, if only for a moment, just to to, to convey the joke. It, but there were folks that like he does a, a bit about how um you know how the black folks that he grew up with now that he's doing his shit you know they, they come at him funny but want to ask him for shit you know what I mean yeah. and, and the way he goes he's like oh man I remember when you were saying that shit down at the pool that's the same shit you were saying back in the day let me get a dollar <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like you know it's, it's and it's just that you know that person Mm-hmm. You know that yeah. ornery fucking that got a nerve to dish you and then ask you for money right afterwards. You know what I mean? So it's like it's all these composites of all these people in, in, your, in your area, in your neighborhood, in your community that you know, and he just brings them to light in funny ways, and it's just wow, like fucking wow. You know now, I mean? so. did you see his son bomb at, on, on Showtime at the Apollo like a month or two ago? Which yeah. Apollo son? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, no! I would stop him. Like oh, I wouldn't man. do it. If I was Richard Pryor's son, mm. I wouldn't be a comedian. Mm. I wouldn't. Uh, that's the man. Ooh, no. Yeah, is he, yeah, he was his, no, young, is his youngest son. Those shoes to fill, B. Yeah, impossible shoes well, to fill. I'll paint like, a take picture. A, take a picture out of Tony Rock's page. <laughs> <laughs> Tony yeah. Rock is successful, but he ain't Chris. Chris no. God yeah. damn, and he's he, not Chris. You know and what he mean? knows he's not Chris. And he knows he's not Chris. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, for you to want to follow Rich, yeah. And first of all, here's where he me- here's where he messed up. I'll paint a I'll paint a quick picture of you, so and, sure. then I- and then after I'll show you the YouTube because yeah. it was bad. Yeah. So they int- so Steve Harvey introduces him. What's the first thing? He looks just like his father. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Spitting him. Afro and all. Oh, oh. He has an afro. The first thing is he- the first thing he says. Hello. And then, yeah. Then he like, really tried to talk like his father. They, I mean, and this is, remember, this is the Apollo. Yeah. yeah. They're going to give it to you. And they gave it to him. It was like, like, so. And I had a feeling that's what you was going to say. Because that's the word. And that, that was my immediate thing. Like, when, when I say no, I'm saying no because you, you're either going to come out trying to be like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to fail miserably. Cause it's harder to try and be your own, but be is is his name Richard? Nah, it's like Terrell. I think or it's something. Miles Pryor. My, he, my, yeah, Terrell Miles. Pryor played played football. Football, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably. But either say way, it's, it, it's, yeah. not, it's not. It's yeah. not Richard. It's not Richard Pryor. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's it's. Mm-mm. I like, a, and that's just like again, this is me. It was, I would have never. Yeah. You know it what I mean? Bad. Yeah. It yeah. was bad. Like Steve Harvey had to be like, he had to come out and talk to the crowd. Be like, listen, it's because of his father. I'm doing what I'm doing now. Let's just give him a second, try him out. So then he came back out. He kind of redeemed himself, but at that time, like yeah. it yeah. was too late. They, yeah. they they gave him courtesy laughs, and Apollo yeah. doesn't do yeah. courtesy laughs, right? Yeah. And well, right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Like they yeah. got chastised. That's mm. where the courtesy laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Steve yeah. chastised him, and right, exactly. So, and to me, it's just too much. It's too much weight on you for even to go down that route, man. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what? And if you're gonna do it. You don't make your debut on Apollo. No, you worked them. You worked them fucking rooms, night, man. Those rooms, you worked those them nightclubs. You call Uncle Paul Mooney. You look. You know what I mean? Like you sit in, because to my that's my thing. I can't. I would, I'm surprised that Paul Mooney didn't call him and be like, "Look, nigga, if you're gonna do this, don't sound like your father. Don't. don't. You got it. You have to be your own voice. You do. You can't. Be, you can't mimic the voice of a cultural icon. Exactly. Exactly. Same with Char- same with Charlie Murphy. Right. And right. he became a. a a bit, I was not gonna say a bigger star, but he became a, a star in his own right. His own, yeah. yeah, he became a star. In his He's own no, right. he right. was no longer. Yeah, everybody knew he was Eddie Murphy's brother, right? But at the same time, he was still but also, Charlie Murphy. But also, Eddie made no qualms about telling people that yo, Charlie's funny. Right, like mm-hmm. I got in it because of Charlie. You know what I mean? Like right. he'll tell, mm-hmm. he'll be the one to quick to tell you like, Charlie's the motherfucking funny dude. I got in it because I wanted to be like Charlie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That that was his whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like, but again, like to your point, they made their own way. That right there. As soon as you say hello, that you was it. Up, right. Like I said, yeah. it was bad. Right. Mm. It was bad. Right. And, and right. Like you guys watched it together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You heard. I, that, I, like I know the... you. You heard that hello. You just went. No. <laughs> right. Right. What is that? Like I heard it on. <laughs> no, I, I heard them mention it on a podcast. So I was like, pause. Right. YouTube. Got it. Right. Got it. Right. And then I looked at. It, I was like. Damn. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 You're just like, fuck. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nope. You're like, damn, man. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. We running out. <laughs> yeah, we going over, man. Bad lad. Don't feel bad. Pleasure. I've, I've, that's my other superpower. Yeah. I do this at every podcast I go to. Nobody's podcast ends at the time they wanted to. It always ends at the time. This is just, what we do. We watch, we watch SmackDown, right? So, we'll, yeah. We kind of know what's going on. We'll be all right. Okay. Oh, that's right. It's too late. Yep, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Again, man, thank you so much for joining us on man, our show. Man, thank you man. for having me. I had a ball, man. I had a yeah. great time, man. Talked yeah. about a lot of things. I, I, I'll be honest. A lot of stuff we talked about, I haven't talked about in any other podcasts I've been interviewed in. Oh, wow. Right so, on. Yeah. So, you guys are, it's, I like it. I like where you guys are going for it, going with it. I like it's formatted, but it's not formatted. You guys, man, you you, you, you you do your homework, man. I like it. That's what it is, man. You guys, I don't do homework. I talk shit, and a lot of times I might be wrong as fuck. <laughs> I just I'm just loud, so that nobody's ever tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, so you got any um, you got any dates? And Absolutely. Stuff you, uh, this weekend, Friday, I am at the Comedy Connection, East Providence, right off the Warren Ave exit. For those of you who are afraid to go in East Providence, it's literally off the exit. Mm-hmm. Literally, and that is I always get the skin knee. That is actually a bit of mine. That is actually a bit of mine. When I tell people I'm at EP, they always give me the skin knee. They go. <laughs> EP cuz? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I am there for the hardcore show. It's the 1030 show. Mm-hmm. Um, come through. It's um, um, I am alongside other local comics who are funny as hell. Um, it's a good way to, to listen to some 
local comics who are good at what they do. Uh, that is this Friday at Comedy Connection, 10.30 show, hardcore show. And then Saturday, I am at Tugas, T-U-G-A-S, Tugas, it's a rest, bar and grill in Pawtucket. And I will be opening for Dale Culver. Dale Culver, shout out to Dale Culver, what the deal, Dale podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm opening for him. Um, and I will also be performing alongside another good comic friend of mine, Derek um, Fonseca. That is this weekend. Um, I will be back with the Laugh Outside Lounge, which is my monthly comedy show at Bar 148 outside in the patio. And be on the lookout for the revamped Fuck Your Podcast uh, with myself, EJ Edmonds, a couple of my um, Middle Ages Media Group folk. Yes, that is the name of the group, Middle Ages Media, because there's a bunch of old motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) We make no qualms about who we are. You know, we embrace the oldness. You know, mm-hmm. you know they're, they're starting to send me AARP notices. So oh, I know, I know it's coming. I know hey. it's coming. It's cool. You know, but Listen, either way, it's man. coming discounts. You better mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> my my wife is old. My old wife is already getting them. So I'm like, yo, you need to sign up, and uh, so we can start going to Denny's and going ham. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know. Some sometimes she finds it funny. Sometimes she's like, "Fuck you, I ain't that old." But <laughs> yeah. You know. where, where else can we find you though? Um. Lad Dennis Lopes. You catch me, uh, Bad Lad the Comic. Um, all social media for, formats, for, for which for me is um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay. My personal page is Lad Dennis Lopes, but I'm trying to draw more traffic to my uh, Bad Lad page. So it is Bad Lad the Comic, Facebook, Bad Lad the Comic, Instagram, okay. and Twitter. Right, so, yeah. and other than that, um, at the Providence School Department, what I usually do because I teach, and um, so yeah, I'm either teaching your kids the wrong shit. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Word. <laughs> and I'm uh, June first. I'm at the Firefighters Lounge. I'm headlining. I'm headlining uh, at a Funny for Fun show. Shout out to M- Bill Simons and Mike Murray. They're the two comics who um, have this business where they, what they do is they throw comedy shows and raise funds for nonprofit organizations. Okay. Nice. Nice. Now, is there going to be another um, comedy and politics show coming up? Because I keep Absolutely. missing him and I'm Absolutely, pissed. there will be. I'm just waiting on the date from Kobe. Right. Shout out to Kobe Dennis. Shout out my cousin Kobe. My cousin He's Kobe. He's going to be on the show soon. Yeah. Good, good. Um, he is, um, for those of you who have been following the campaign, please, if, if, if you feel as though he has a shot, make sure you get out and vote because none of this works unless you get to the polls and you get p- folks informed and get him to, to the polls. He doesn't have a lot of, um, he doesn't have the campaign dollars that the incumbent has, but... The incumbent isn't really doing the best job right now either. Yeah. Seems like he's taking a lot of vacations and um putting um making uh some deals with folks that like to uh sell cameras and put them in front of high schools and yeah. So oh, there's yeah. something to be said about negative publicity. So you know, don't think that his lack of campaign dollars gets him out of the race. He's got a strong grassroots campaign, he's got a strong um team and point people that are, are working tirelessly to get him to that point. So, um, yeah, man. I'll be at the next Comedy in Politics whenever that is. Um, but other than that, those are my soon dates. Oh, at Art Bar. That's on the hosting end. I do that the first Friday of every uh, month. Funk, for the funk of it? For the funk of it, yeah. Shout out to Donnie Battle. Battle, Spike Towel, Buck, Snap, the whole team. That is, um, that's the fun stuff. That's the stuff I can do with my eyes closed. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? The, the, the comedy, I got to... I got. I oh, got a and at one forty eight. 
And one forty eight with Jay Scratch. We're a long time, my man. Stockton Malone. That's what we do. Um, yeah, the whole stuff is easy. I do that with my eyes closed. Uh, I'm trying to get on BRU. I went through the rigmarole. I went through the protocol. I filled out the application. They're not calling me. I don't know why. I've been on BRU before. I was. I had my own show for two years. It's not like I'm new to this. It's not like you have no equipment. <laughs> it's the same equipment. I don't need the training. It's the same equipment from 09. <laughs> oh, man, man. But, but that's what I'm doing, man. All right, thanks, again. thanks again for joining right, us. Thank you, uh, man. you yeah. can you can uh, follow us on all sorts of all ends of social media. Codex Inst- Prime Podcast. Man. Instagram, right. Twitter, Facebook. You can catch our episodes on YouTube, uh, iTunes. Leave us a five star review. SoundCloud. Um, we about to get on up. I got, we was on SoundCloud. Like EJ took care of the Podbean. I got I, I signed up SoundCloud, and I could only put after episode five. It wouldn't let me add any more. Yeah, you got. That's because you got to pay for the service. Yeah, SoundCloud Pro. You can do unlimited with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yep. <laughs> Thanks All for right, helping man. up an old man, man, and not making me feel that old. I've been on some podcasts where the millennials make me feel old, man, and make me feel ashamed of being old. You guys was like, all right, it's all right, guys. Hey, yeah. We learned we learn something. Well, we had laughs, it. but we learned so. You kept the drool off my chin, which is pretty cool. <laughs> 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 right. Kept so. me nodding off. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, that's it. All right, man. Peace out, all right, nerds. Man. Holla at y'all.